0: love shack well, but yeah. it's the other room it's love shack 2 Love shack turbo 2? oh hi <laughs> love shack 2 Bluetooth. chew
1: love shack the quickie uh, <laughs> live from the love shack an undisclosed location somewhere in houston texas it is that near 20 in the beltway <laughs> it is a, it's the 2020 hwr year in reviews special Ta-da-da. this is abel This is Chris.
2: This is Hector.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in. We very much appreciate it. If you are watching this live, awesome. Log into your Google or YouTube account. That way you can chat along with us in the live chat. If you're not watching us live, you can still interact with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Houston Wrestling Radio, or on Twitter at H Wrestling Radio, and on Parlor at – no, sorry, kidding.
2: <laughs> I will, admit I, I will <laughs> admit I
0: downloaded the app just so I could give it the one-star review. Did you? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> oh
1: man it is our year in review for 2020 it is january 10th of
0: 2021 so usually we try to knock these out a little bit earlier in the year but um no we knock these out normally the last week of the new year before the new year yeah so it's not really a review episode because we're still in the same damn year
1: yeah i think there was like one time where we did it like right after like january 2nd or something like that possibly
0: i don't know it's a little bit
1: later on than what we would normally do, and I think the main reason for that is uh, our attention has been growing over the years to Wrestle Kingdom, so it's like we don't want to do Wrestle Kingdom and <laughs> a year in review all at the same time or whatever. But yeah, this is how we're uh, this is how we're rolling this year. So yeah, this is our 2020 year in review. So that being said, how are we going to kick things off, guys? Man,
0: 2020 was shit. <laughs> So before we dig into the manure let's go into the brighter time. January 2020, Royal Rumble is here, Worlds Collide is here, Wrestle Kingdom was a two-night banger, AEW is going to new heights. Competition creates opportunity. Yes. January, February, the middle of March of 2020. What do you what do you how do you look at the state of pro wrestling as a whole? Oh wow!
1: Uh, like towards the beginning of the year, I thought pro wrestling was going to be pretty interesting. Um, you know, yeah, AEW was really you know kind of hitting on all gears. Uh, there was some cool stuff that happened at Royal Rumble, but then there was also a lot of not cool things that came out of Rumble and then going into Mania. That, but that that, that seems like always when you talk about WWE, right? Like yeah. you always got to take the good with the bad. Um, but. Yeah, I, I didn't think it was going to be an exceptionally good year, but I was, like, I was feeling good about myself, you know, as a wrestling fan, so to speak. I
3: thought it was going to – it was the spark that needed to happen on Wednesdays because we were going to get that somewhat – I felt like we were going to get the resurgence of, like, a Monday Night Wars, but on mm-hmm. Wednesday nights. And it's more – it became a thing in 2020. Yeah, in the beginning yeah. of January, people yeah. weren't even looking at Raw or SmackDown. They were going for the minor leagues, basically. Of, mm-hmm. hey, we're gonna watch what y'all you are gonna do on Wednesday nights, going head to head. Yeah, but, it was
0: basically wrestling unfiltered. Yes, you know, and even to give the devil its due, NXT was just as good as AW. Mm-hmm. Some nights, if not better than some nights. Nine times out of ten, NXT and AW were better than Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and wrestle kingdom new japan every month they kick the year off with the bang um it's weird that uh, the the uh the appreciation for live shows watching these matches that we watched earlier today because i was at three episodes of dynamite in 2020 yeah (laughs) Yeah. and that was like in the first two months and i haven't been to a wrestling show since (laughs) you know and there's and there's all these companies now mlw's Making a comeback, Impact's been steadily turning on. Ring of Honor is trying to still putting up a fight. AEW, and then hell, earlier
1: in the year we thought NWA was going to really make a splash, and And they they kind of were because they had, yeah, they had their own show. What was that? NWA Power, and uh, because of all the another unfiltered show,
0: throwback, the throwback, old school show, yeah.
1: So there was a lot going on going into 2020 that there in the world of wrestling, so to speak, that. It looked like there's going to be uh, a, a new horizon. Uh, I, I know that some some of us, especially myself included, just didn't want to say, "Oh man, this is going to be awesome," because you always wanted to be a little guarded. You don't want to like throw all your chips in. You and don't say, want it's to come back great. at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, there was some things that could have been, you know, pretty cool. Uh, there was reason to be optimistic, I guess you could say, at the beginning of the a year. A lot
3: of the reasons to be optimistic. Yeah. Then March. <laughs> yes. What happened, Hector? We got put on lockdown. Fuck, yeah. They, we got caged up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think we really have to go too much into that because, like, if you're alive right now, you, you know what happened over the course yeah. of the year. We all know. Uh, Raise lock- your hand if you got COVID this year, last year.
2: Glad <laughs> <laughs> like you back. Yes. <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, we don't really need to – beat a dead horse and say,
0: oh yeah, COVID happened. Like
1: you we, can listen all... to the
0: first four months of our episodes post COVID and see how we yeah. just like ran that to the ground. So yeah, yeah we all know what happened, right? Yeah. So uh
1: what we really want to do here at the at the end of the year is just kind of go over all the stuff, knowing that you know the world was the way it was, um, still reviewing as it was any other year because wrestling didn't really stop. It changed. It changed. It pivoted, you know, um, but it was always
0: wrestling on TV. That was a shit know? ton of house shows on television. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's try to lift the spirits. We'll come back to some other things into the year that we could totally shit on. But for now, let's, let's start with an upper. Who is your female
3: of the year, Hector? Believe it or not, I'm going to go with Bailey. Oh, you Whoa. bitch. You stole my pick. Yes. Okay. Bailey, Bailey's change from the year prior kind of transitioned to this year and it got to the point that she became captivating in the way that, you know what, forget the whole happy thing I'm going to show you who I can be and then when they put her on that tag team with Sasha we were all expecting it's going to be it. a turn and it has to be Sasha to pull it and unbeknownst to us, it's like no Bailey's the one that did it. Yeah. yeah, and it it got captivating. To, uh,
2: to
0: be fair, the awkward stuff with Bailey happened in 2019, so we kind of left that behind. We're like, all right, yeah. we're moving on. We got Bailey as a heel versus hero Lacey with the right arm at the Royal Rumble. The, oh, we're, so we're going with this. Mm-hmm. So I I better get used to Bailey being a Karen and just like run with it. Yeah. And man, she ran with it. <laughs> yeah, she did run with it. Yep. I'm assuming he uh, took your pick. He
1: did take my pick. So but you can I, embellish it I, if you want. Yeah, I kind of want to throw a little bit more on there. And uh, I, <laughs> I think this says less for Bailey and more of the state of women's wrestling in 2020 and the lack thereof of good picks of of uh, women's wrestling. Because like when you look at AEW. Um, AEW throughout the calendar year 2020 kind of floundered. You know, I I like Hikaru Shira. You know, I I like um, Nyla Rose. uh, I like Statlander. But none of them consistently throughout the year 2020 were like anything to write home about. So then when you try to look at, you know, the WWE, well, who, you know, at the beginning of the year is like all about Rhea Ripley and it was all about, uh, Becky and then eh, Rhea Ripley and then Becky, oh, she got pregnant and then Charlotte went away for a long time. Uh, well, what about Asuka? Asuka still mishandled. So who's left Sasha and Bailey. And if I had to choose between who had a better year, I definitely say Bailey, uh, this face turn that. sasha's had the last half of the year it's like eh the dropping the snoop dog stuff eh, you know uh that that kind of talk about petty mayonnaise man yeah it, it, i mean it's not really her fault but yeah it's petty and it takes away from her shine so um bailey at the beginning of the year yeah a little weak but then as the year went on as a uh, uh fighting in front of nobody and fighting in front of the Thunderdome went on, she started to really develop this annoying character that that made me want to boo her, which is her job. She's supposed to be booed, right? Uh, You're not supposed to like every heel. You're supposed to actually not like a heel. And I kind of – that's what I get from Bailey. and she's consistently been at the top the entire time, the entire calendar year 2020. So, Yeah. Bailey is my pick almost by default because who else?
0: I don't feel confident with this, but I'm gonna just make a quick defense for it because it's not the first time I've made this defense. Please. And even I am not, I even I don't think it's my top, top pick, but it has to be said. Is there any women out there in professional wrestling in general that won a men's title in WWE? No, ever, ever 2020. Oh, tell me 20 no how about uh, ring of honor no how about AEW? no how about impact yes Tessa short and sweet I mean okay. she she wanted I mean I don't want to be that guy but I saw it happen yeah. I was, Scott and I were there yeah you know, I had six shows in January that I went to that was one of them because I I wanted to see I I will admit in front of everyone watching and everyone listening I paid money because I wanted to see Tessa Blanchard beat some dude's ass yeah and that counts for something. How the run went afterwards? She had yeah. a couple of matches with Mike, Michael Elgin and with Moose, and a couple of and other things that were going
2: on.
1: Yeah.
0: And Taya. But then when COVID hit and they didn't really know what to do, I, I can also admit she she mishandled that horribly. Yeah. She, she mishandled she, it. She all of you would remember it. her right now yeah. if she w- if she's had if she had that run. Yeah. instead of it going the way it went and and yeah. this is
1: it, it's funny that you bring her up because i completely forgot about her it's <laughs> Toy been a long year y'all <laughs> um but, but like i was such a supporter of tessa because we saw her second match ever live yeah. at the vfw is cyprus at nwa houston mm-hmm. so we were there like right from the beginning of her career so you know that 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 kind of same uh uh factor that i have with like brennan and that Mm -hmm. attachment it's like oh i had that with her but everything with her was so mishandled after the the rise skyrocket to the top first you know woman ever to win impact heavyweight championship and you know all the waves that that was creating, holy shit. and then boom, it went all the way back down really quickly. And I didn't some of that have to do with the, the speaking out and the me too stuff. And like she was on the other side of that, and like the she being was, accused side, she, and not making accusations.
0: She, yeah, she, um, the me too on her side was uh not so much of being a, of a sexist thing but a racist thing. Mm-hmm. That's it, what it, it was, yeah, it yeah. Didn't help that she was in Mexico at the time during COVID because she had married Daga. Yeah, and so the travel restrictions and everything, they asked Tessa, It's like, hey, at least do a promo, send us something so that we can keep this going. And she pretty much de- declined, and that was the point where Impact says, "You know what? We're gonna have yeah. to, we're gonna have to cut you loose." What was the the thing though that she that she, she was a, accused of? She, she called a um, an African American wrestler the N word
1: in Mexico re- or. Repeatedly
0: i don't know
3: where
1: i thought it had something to do with japan but no, i don't remember
3: it was, it was some backstory when she was doing uh women of wrestling yeah
1: okay. yeah wow I, oh that's what it was yeah. yeah all i remember is that like after that that those rumors came out she was just like canceled yeah
2: yeah you know
3: <laughs> even yeah. though even though people came to the defense that were people of color but still by that time it was damage
1: been done. done yeah,
3: yeah. um if, if
0: i had to go a little more realistic i still love seeing oscar on my television she still had yeah. the title she beat sasha she beat bailey she beat everybody that, she, that they put her in front of she's probably gonna lose the belt to charlotte yeah. <laughs> we'll, go, we'll go to our predictions Easy in a little
2: bit. Beasy. yeah yeah <laughs>
0: yeah i mean you know i want my pick to be oscar
1: i really do but i think bailey had more of an impact over the course of the entire year and i
0: think the other issue, i think the <laughs> other issue with me is like the last at least four months. I have not watched an entire episode of Raw or SmackDown. So I don't have the whole year of ride the whole year ride with Asuka or with Sasha or with Bailey to be like, you know what? I'm 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 sticking with this pick. As far as anybody from WWE goes. Okay. At least from the main roster, That's now. fair. That's um fair. how about your mail of the year, Abel? <laughs> so I'm gonna go with um Bray Wyatt.
1: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> from January to December. I'm interested in Mr. Wo- Rogers Bray Wyatt or Fiend Bray Wyatt, whatever's going on. I'm fucking interested in him. The Colonel's extra crispy? Yes. Wyatt. Yes. Even like right now, like after the fucking flame, at, at like I'm tuning in so I like, could see what's going to happen with that
2: pick at all. Yeah,
1: me. I, I'm tuning in to see what's going to happen with Bray, okay. even when he's not on the screen and it's Alexis
0: talking for Bray,
3: yeah. like
0: and orgasming for Bray. You
1: yes. saw that wet spot you oh, left in
3: the ring. I, yeah. I've I'm, only
0: done that like I'm, twice to girls. <laughs> yeah, no, I, but like beginning to end,
1: you know, when, when we were there at the Royal Rumble, what was what besides the Rumble match?
0: Gene and Br- and Daniel Bryan. Fuck yeah.
1: You know, and then you
0: know, Fiend, You know, he gave a, a friend drop. of mine's uh, daughter seizures. She she, oh, had, really? leave. she oh, had, had to leave because the whole the whole yeah, presentation. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's so, just no joke. Especially when you're on the nosebleeds at the at the juice
1: box. Uh, you, you know, know?
0: and yeah.
2: I
1: I can't say that about anybody else that's been at the top of the mountain, uh, for for WWE. Like I can't really say that about Drew, even though they really pushed Drew a whole lot. I, I can see you making an argument, but like it, it's. He's been kind of on the back burner, you know. He, he's been the secondary champ I, I, in my eyes. You can't say that about Seth because Seth was there for half a year and has been MIA, you know. Um, I ha- I have one person that I hope one of you guys pick because I think an argument needs to be made for this person, but I'll save that and I'm gonna stick with my
3: pick of being Bray. Oh, Do you man. have a champion as your male ma- year? Actually, yes. And it's gonna be weird because I usually don't even think about this person but i have to go with roman reigns oh believe it or not yeah the heel turn the
0: heel turn okay yeah.
3: okay, okay. So, six, so,
0: so, pre- so five months is enough for you
3: yes because he he because was gone he was gone through covid so he had pre make sure COVID, he was fine pre-covid he had somewhat of a story going into mania
0: and we were liking his stuff yeah. he was finally turning that baby face corner after beating the hell out of orbit yeah, so we were starting to cheer for him, and he was supposed to fight Goldberg at Mania.
3: And he's COVID. gone, and but so when he's he, back. But when he came back, and we actually got what we wanted, of why don't they turn Roman heel? It happened, and I'm like, all right,
0: get- blink if you miss it because it yeah. didn't happen
3: at a pay per view. Uh-uh.
0: It happened like at a throwaway segment at the end of SmackDown backstage, and you and some, and you wouldn't even think, I don't know, if that's a a Roman heel turn or a Heyman face turn. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: true. That's it true. Wasn't and until that, after yeah, the match. Yeah,
3: and it wasn't until after that. And that the, was the, the captivating match. part that yeah. okay, Heyman is with him. Why? Okay, you got my attention. But then now we started seeing why and who he became. I'm like, all right, it's working. He got me. Uh, he got me watching his segments on SmackDown. Yeah. So yeah, I have to go with Roman. All right. Man, I'm gonna go the able route. Okay. Because I've got some names here out of the
0: out of the five names that I have here names. Or, name. <laughs> Multiple. My pick okay. is Hangman Adam Page. What? Okay. That's a guy. Hangman. Again, I've went to three episodes of Dynamite. Two of well, two of them this year uh, 2020. One was at the tail end of 2019 in Corpus. Hangman Adam Page drinking beer with the group. COVID came around and it was hand wash. And him doing the email memo about, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink by myself, but it's doing out of safety or whatever. His he was the catalyst in Stadium Stampede. Are you with us? Are you against us? Are we still tag champs? Are we still buddies? Are we gonna fight each other? Okay, that led the whole year until October, November when Omega and Paige were in the finals okay. for number one contender. Okay, he was relevant all year. Who 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 chants cowboy shit? Yeah, everyone yeah. every week. Okay, it's new, it's okay. fresh, it's a new guy that's that's hanging with the with
3: the established guys, bro. Honestly, okay, I was, I was gonna pick him, but I think for me he fit more the criteria, the criteria as a breakout star. Oh, I think that started last year. I mean, t- two thousand nineteen was his breakout year. Twenty twenty, he's, he's up there, but but more towards like a singles. Because, yeah, remember 2019, That's he started as a single but ended up as a tag. Yeah. Reluctantly. Uh, re- yes.
1: <laughs> well, okay, if, if you want to go that route, let me throw out the one that I was hoping one of you guys would pick and make an
0: argument for.
1: Kenny Omega. Like, it It seems like that, okay, yeah, let's not give it to LeBron and let's see if we can pick somebody else as the MVP because, of course, it is LeBron, but we'll just throw one the way of James Harden. You know, uh, let you know. No, but... Kenny Omega, start to finish, beginning of the year to end of the year, he was relevant. He was always relevant. You could say that he wasn't main event because he was doing the tag team stuff. But he was putting people over. He, he was knows. putting people over, putting yeah. Over. Uh, he is the only person, If correct me if I'm wrong, he's the only person in our matches of the year that appears twice. I don't think there was anybody else that we watched today in our matches of the year that, was, that repeated Mm-hmm. So if you're in two matches of the year, uh, that says something.
2: Yeah.
1: So, uh, I, I mean, I think it's it's too obvious to pick Kenny.
2: But it's maybe it's not too obvious It's to weird Kenny. because
0: it, it, Kenny doesn't really stand out until the last quarter of the year where he finally wins the belt. Yes. But if you look at the whole year, people were still going batshit for Moxley. People paid to see Moxley beat Jericho for the title. Yeah. People paid Yen to see Moxley defend the U.S. title in New Japan. Okay, yeah. Which he still has. And I'm surprised neither one of us went for him first if AEW and NXT are the two brands that we've been watching more than anyone else and we never – or Adam Cole. We didn't even look at Adam Cole. At, at UE is still the shit, you know. There, He's in our match of the year. Could have been twice if we put that War Games match in there. True. You know. Um, um I even got MJF on here. I mean, he did run yeah. for 2020. <laughs> and won. He won a title <laughs> shot. Yeah, he he trash-talked a dead dude's kid the week after his dad died. <laughs> and
2: people
3: still bought it. Hey, like, no one it. killed him for it. Because that's what he is. He he became such good of a heel that he, want, he even won a Brian award. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He sure did. Mm-hmm. Recognized outside of wrestling for that. <laughs> You know, uh, Hector,
1: I'm sorry if I'm going out of the order you want to do, but Hector, you brought up a good point about Hangman, and I I can see where, where that can be refuted, but you were thinking he was more of breakout star of the year, so I have also in the live chat JoJo, he mentioned as his superstar of the year, my pick as breakout of the year, which is... Keith Lee. Keith Lee.
0: (laughs) He's on my list. He's He's, he's not my top, but he's he's my my top
1: breakout of the year. Now, again, you could kind of argue, well, this isn't really his breakout year because of 2019, this and that. But no, man, Keith Lee got called up to the main roster. Yes, he was in NXT last year and had a great uh, 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 showing at uh, Survivor Series and all that. But now that he got called up, this year is his year to be the breakout star. That's that's at least my
0: pick. If y'all want to argue against it, argue against it. I totally understand the booking. Once he got to the main roster, was just so bad that I that I completely.
3: Yeah.
0: He's like on the bottom of my list.
3: It's like I okay. told, like I, I mentioned, was it two episodes ago that they made me dislike Keith Lee already Ooh. because of the bad booking.
0: Yeah. So change th- his music. Change his tight, Shave his goatee. He changed his nickname. He's not limitless anymore. They don't. They don't even mention that on yeah.
2: television.
0: Yeah. yeah, let's take everything that he made that made him great in NXT and kill it. Okay.
2: Then take
3: him back to NXT to relearn the, the shit he learned.
2: So uh, who
1: would you? Who would be your breakout stars then? <laughs> Orange
3: Cassidy. Orange breakout. <laughs> He okay. broke
0: out with Jericho, that yeah. three-match feud. Him finally speaking. There was call. That's, this is the part that made me so depressed <laughs> about 2020. He, on all companies, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, there were so many moments that happened that if it happened in front of 10, 15, 20,000 people, everyone would have lost their shit. It would have been a unanimous colonics. It would have been that bad. Like, everybody. And that's one right there, that promo where he finally spoke. And Eric Bischoff was like, he wins the debate. You didn't say shit. He just said one sentence, and he, like, you know, but his matches, the freaking, um, the Mimosa Mayhem match. They, he has his own match no. already. The match with him and Pac. Yes,
2: yes. That, that caught my oh, yeah. He's <laughs> gonna try. He's Dude, gonna try. He Even <laughs> made
3: Pac kind of break. Yeah.
2: When yeah. he kept
3: rolling <laughs> to one side of the ring, and then Pac yeah. would meet him, and then roll back to the other side of the ring, and meet him again. You know, <laughs> I give you that. But honestly, my breakout of the year has to. If there's a way, I want to split it into two. Go. Okay. And it's a collaboration because, for me, when he arrived, it's like, all right, I'm finally gonna see what he wanted to do, and it was Brody Lee. Oh. Okay. And okay. The reason okay. why I say is a collaboration, John Silver.
0: More, yeah. than oh, More than Reynolds. More than Reynolds. I okay.
3: I'll give you that. Okay. John Silver, just the fact that even in all segments on TV and even going into B- oh, yeah,
0: BTE. BTE.
3: They had a freaking chemistry of
2: uh, the brothers. Broly would
3: do something <laughs> and then John Silver would go, Yes, Mr. Broly, you're the best, you're the best, and he just Broly just come up. Shut up, Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got chilies. <laughs>
1: ah. <laughs> How about um well Jojo in the live chat says Darby? Okay, yeah, cool. Darby. Uh I mean would that be breakout this year? 2020 last year. His
0: match with Cody.
3: Yes, that's it. Okay. <laughs> and honestly, here, here's another thing to add to Brody Lee. His matches with Cody. Yep. Were the ones that elevated me on that?
2: Mm.
0: If I got a 1A. Um, it's a guy that lasted all year Saw him put up a fucking Burner of a match in the steel cage Against Cody Wardlow? Wardlow Slowly with the MJF stuff Maybe teasing the turn And then the friction with inner circle And him and JK dude, There's a lot of potential there for Wardlow to be a Some beef Yes. For 21, especially if we end up getting back in, cr- in front of crowds. Don't be surprised if you start hearing face reactions for Wardlow okay. and still getting heel reactions for MJF at the same time because of what he put, he put up a good year this year.
2: Yeah. Low
0: key because he didn't have a lot of marquee shit, but the stuff that he did, he made real good use of it. At least to me. you know. There, there's another one I want to throw out. Maybe we can move away from breakout. What th-
1: This one is kind of interesting. Ricky Starks. Ooh. you know, think ricky start? because i mean his his
0: career in his AEW, debut with cody was solid and
1: all of that was in 2020 everything yeah. he's done has been 2020 it's like especially here in texas right because he's a texas wrestler right he's from the Indian. you have an, a bit of an attachment with ricky well there's a bit of attachment and also there's a bit of oh yeah, he actually debuted this year because in my head, it's like, oh yeah, that was the guy that got a uh, tuna salad stuck in his ear by oh, right Ryback back. in 2016. And oh yeah, we've seen him in the Texas scene you know, for years and years yeah. and years. So in my head, I don't think breakout star because in my head, he's established and just is finally getting a shot. But to the rest of the world,
0: He's a breakout star. This is the first time everybody's ever known anything about him.
3: Even, even prior to AEW, he was with NWA. I
0: was just about to say that. He and had he some a, pretty
3: good matches in NWA. Him as a television champion, I yeah, think, right?
0: he was a TV champ. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I would label him more as a breakout for, for next year. I mean, someone to watch for next year. He's on that list for me. Yeah. Um, Premature. i I want to say the opposite of prematurely because i have that same bias that we've seen him wrestle at the dfw i've seen him on nwa television i've seen him in a small stage i saw him even though there was not a lot of people watching it i saw him on a bigger stage on dynamite um but damn there's a lot of people in that in that class of breakout a lot
1: i would really like to see how he would fare
0: in front of real life humans Mm -hmm. right yeah especially (laughs) with the team taz gimmick it's working literally he's coming and i don't mean to put them on the same fucking category on the same fucking pedestal but if we're going nation of domination he's he's he looks like the guy that's gonna fuck over taz and in the process be running away from the two big pauses in the team yeah Yeah. for for thinking he can be absolute be on his own yeah um i'm surprised this guy's on our match of the year list that we've never seen him before i'm surprised neither one of y'all brought up pat mcafee
2: Uh, is it just two matches is that
0: it
1: yeah yeah and that's but we're going to talk about the match of the year we're going to talk a little bit at least i'm going to talk a little bit about
2: that okay yeah
1: um
0: we'll since we're since we're hopping around breakout female i
3: got one okay um shit i just had her name on the mom uh (laughs) adam Cole. adam cole's girl that's the top of my list. Britt Baker. Britt Baker. DMD. She was uh she was uh strength uh, she wasn't starting off the year good. But once she, she was got, doing
0: some of those promos, she wasn't that comfortable on the mic, her ring work was getting a little rusty. Part of that's AW, they didn't use
3: her in the ring every week. Yeah, you
0: know. Um well she got, got hurt too,
3: but, once yeah. she got injured, that mm, yeah. she, her promo skills started going up. Because, everything yeah as soon as she came back when when she came back with that ruthlessness mm-hmm. and then kind of do re, was it you can even say that uh, reinventing the man of the claw
2: mm-hmm. yeah
3: into her profession is like yeah that, that's brilliant <laughs> that yeah. that is great
1: i kind of wanted it like if you asked this in like june or july i've been
0: like oh yeah this is easy statlander right I yeah. just removed her from my list while he was talking because yeah. it's only been – she only had like three months, and then she got hurt, and she's been gone ever she's since, gone. Yeah. So, yeah. And she had a lot of momentum coming into this year. I got,
3: yeah. I got two <clears> other ones.
0: <throat> Go for it, please. Before you spit that one out, you've already spoken a bit about it. I want to embellish some more. Again, I'm not trying to put these two on the same pedestal, but it reminded me of the Attitude Era when you had somebody like Steve Austin that you really wanted to put the cart behind him and have him tow it for the company. And then he got hurt. And the one thing they did with him that they really haven't done with a lot of other people, even now in WWE at least, they kept the camera in front of him. He was still cutting promos. He stunned Jr. He stunned Sergeant Slaughter. He stunned Jerry Lawler. He stunned Vince McMahon, and it was fucking over with. So I appreciate that AEW gave that effort to Britt Baker, even though she was hurt, and they they stuck the camera in front of her. The promo, the promo of her towing the little weight
2: as a workout, (laughs)
0: adding, adding Rebel as an extra mouthpiece you know, and, and all this shit talking with Shivani. Oh, the, the oh, uh, uh, interview. Yeah. Dude, the, the segment on dynamite yeah. where she was on the back of the truck and she had that little thing from Starbucks that she passed <laughs> notes to him. Yeah. They did so much. And, and you bet if she, if they wouldn't have done that to her, she wouldn't be where she is right now. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that they even, that they wanted her on television to keep working on it, there's people there on, on that roster right now that, that should have some of that attention too, so that they can come up like, If you invest, if water swoll a little bit more, she can grow. Yeah, you know, but but the fact that they did that with her leads me to believe that they're willing to do that if if the the opportunity arises again. Yeah, because you want to see her, and oh my god, again, you you guys have already said it, but right now at the top of my head, that's the first one I think of. Brit. Yeah. What about?
1: uh, Thank you, Jojo, for this suggestion. Thunder Rosa. Uh,
0: No. I, really I like Thunder Rosa. I will see your Thunder Rosa, and I will raise you, Serena Deeb, as breakout. Though we're still talking about breakout, Serena
1: Deeb Honestly, has been on the scene I'll for raise a long time.
3: Diana Perrazzo Oh, still as
1: breakout though?
3: Yes, because again, underutilized in one in one part. Uh-huh. And as soon as she got let go and started going into impact, she started captivating. Okay, the, let me help
0: you. Enough
3: to forget. I forgot
0: about Serena Deeb after she left the S- Straight Edge Society. I forgot about Perazzo because they used her a handful here and there. All I remember was she had the little Ferrari logo for her name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I remembered. So when she showed up on Impact, I was like, "Oh, I remember her. Let me see what's going on. Look at the hips. Oh, I'm going to watch this match. Oh, she's a champ now. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think okay. you, you almost. I think you're at the uh, at the cream of the crop even, there,
3: even if you if you don't want to go with that. I'll raise you Io Shirai. Mm. Because for me, when when the whole title thing happened between um, Charlotte and uh, Rhea. Rhea. And and she, Io was still the heel. You didn't know what to do with her. Yeah. She continued being the heel, continued progressing her story, and then came back into the title picture and took that title and ran with it. Without changing
0: her character.
1: She's yeah. the
3: same nutso. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: All right, the last one I'm going to throw out, and I think this one's going to be my pick, is um, Raquel Gonzalez. Really?
0: Yeah. That was not what I was thinking. Oh, no? No? Wow. Go for it, Raquel Gonzalez.
1: I just really like Raquel, and I don't know why.
0: (laughs) Um, She could definitely be the man in our relationship. Oh, same, girl.
1: God damn. Oh, please. Um...
2: (laughs)
0: But um, yeah, Happy International Women's Day oh, when we get there.
2: <laughs> I, um, I'll be yeah.
0: I'll, unlike Deadpool, I'll be wearing the plug the week before just
2: to make sure it's ready.
0: <laughs> I know that shit hurts the first
1: time. I, I I know that she's been like around for a while, and like I think she ramped up throughout the year. It was like oh, just somebody behind the scenes. She was in the May Young Classic, you know, and she was doing so a hot shows. Did okay here and there, and she didn't really have a whole lot of personality. They tried to give her a fucking Texan gimmick and the, the fucking cowboy. Second generation, and, yeah. they, went, they went with that. They tried to do that, and then, yeah. like, now she that she was with, uh, um, what's her name as her backup? Dakota. Dakota, yes, thank you. She was with Dakota. Oh, she's the enforcer. Oh, she's a backup. Oh, she could actually get in the ring. Oh, fuck. She could actually fuck people up, but she's not that bad. Like, oh, oh. she be Rhea. Yeah. Twice. Like, Her stock just went up and up and up throughout the year. Um, So I think that's going to be my pick as
0: far as breakout female You girls. didn't have a breakout when we, when I told you that we are going to have this category for the women. And I told you a hometown girl from Texas.
1: I thought you meant Raquel.
0: That's I was actually I was going Jordan Grace.
1: She's not no. breakout, though. Right, because she her star star started started shining in twenty nineteen, didn't it? Uh, no.
0: If you're having to ask, then it didn't. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> and well she, then, and fuck she, it, Jordan Grace. And she
0: was in the All In Battle Royal that yeah. two years ago, so yeah. she's been a thing. But now she was for a while. She was the thing in impacting the
1: women's wasn't, division.
3: Wasn't she in the first pay per view of AEW and the females? I want to say female so. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I want to
1: say so in twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah tag teams tag team of the year oh fuck um again i don't want to say this because it's like picking lebron as mvp every year but bucks young bucks i mean they're still the bucks they're still super kick parties still put on fucking five-star matches with anyone you know um and they've been relevant all year
0: um I, it seems like a not a sexy the pick. team that didn't have
3: the belts all year you're picking the young blood.
1: i mean i guess
0: <laughs>
3: uh i'll go and challenge yours please challenge me because this feels I'll, wrong i'll have to it go, is i'll oh. have to go with omega han for me okay? oh because that, they're again they sorry the whole year the whole story you you're you were looking for for the breakup already yeah but they captivated you up. They're a tag team, and they're trying to work together, mm-hmm. but there's, there's still a little shade here of, nah, you're better friends with the Bucks than actually being with your partner. Then yep. when it happened, it's like, all right. It captivated me tag team-wise throughout the whole year and gave me what I wanted. I would say that would be my
0: pick, too, but just uh, as a taster's choice, I'm going to throw a team out there that you guys might not be expecting. Mm -hmm. But they were pretty dominant for most of 2020. They had some good matches. They had a great match against Motor City Machine Guns. Oh. Uh, And I'm going with the North. Yes. The fucking North. Josh Alexander, Ethan Page. They made that tag team division relevant to the point that the Good Brothers had to show up.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They were kicking around the rascals and everybody all all over the place. Got to give some
0: love to the North. Yes, Uh, I agree. You do
1: have to give some love to the North. Um. What about, and again, this might be a little bit old hat. What about the new day? I mean, again, relevant all year long. I think they've had, you know, their title shots. They've had titles. Uh, even even with them finally fucking split up, kind of. It's, it's the still, split you've always wanted. This split they that I wanted. got it. So they, far, they, they, they got hit, it right. They've got it right. Mm-hmm. So I have to give them props for that. Um, so – and, and they're still a unit, even though Big E's off doing his own thing on SmackDown, and you got the other two on Raw. They're still
0: the fucking New Day. So if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna share some of that love with the New Day, then I'm gonna go out on a limb again. This is another team I wasn't expecting to say, but it just popped into my head. Uh, Imperium, Bartell and i and okay. killing it on both sides of the ocean. Mm-hmm. All right, you know, and, and obviously because they they stuck around in NXT here. So they're making good use of them. So I'd I'd say that I'd give them, I'd give them some shine too. Mm -hmm. Um, speaking of which stable.
1: (laughs) So it's
0: okay to be sentimental. I think I'm going to go
1: with the inner circle. (laughs) They have been entertaining every single time that I've seen them on my TV. Um, if the, and any combination of, of all of them, right? If it's just, and, and they added two more and it still works. Yeah. Yeah. If it's just Santana and Ortiz or if it's Jer- Jericho and Escobar, or if it's, you know, MJF and fucking Wardlow. Jericho. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, yeah. Wardlow and Hager doing their thing. Like any combination of them has been fucking entertaining one way or the other. And the it's, steak dinner. Yeah. And, and the weekend
3: in Vegas. Longevity. I love the weekend of Vegas. That was <laughs>
1: Pretty much the whole year. Pretty much all of 2020, they've been a the thing. So, yeah,
0: I I, I, I got to make an
1: argument for them, for the inner circle.
0: Okay, so if you're going go to go inner circle, then I'm going to make an argument for a team that I was not expecting. A team that reluctantly made me watch this damn product. I think we have the same pick. Uh-oh. Hurt Business. Yep. That's a good pick. Hurt business, mm-hmm. you know. There were heels. They're just beating people up. They're beating up the same people twice a week on the same show, <laughs> you know, to the point that you don't know what the fuck they're doing. And then out of the blue, hey, we need more black people in here. Let's get Cedric. Holy fuck, the Cedric fucking fit. And then with retribution, hurt business. Oh, okay, now hurt business is actually a big deal. Oh wait, I remember Lashley was a motherfucking badass. Yeah, and Sheldon.
2: I don't know what the fuck
0: that that dude's drinking, but he's, like, back in the Attitude Era. He's still killing it. And its I never thought I would care about that group at all. And then Retribution came out. I was like, oh, fuck these guys. Hurt Business.
2: Yeah.
3: Hurt Business. I'm I'm going to give it to them. For me, what made me watch them was when they got tired of all the losing. Mm Mm-hmm. The only good thing that came out of Raw Underground was when they went in there and whooped everybody. Yeah, out. and Lashley <laughs> was like, Who
2: wants, <laughs> Who wants
3: Yeah. And, oh. there, and Shane was like, "Hey, you
2: like, good? You good? You good?" You're you're good? good?
3: <laughs> we own this shit, up. Yeah. And then after that, Raw Underground uh, kind of then yeah just
0: disappeared. For me, it's a tie with Inner Circle and and Hurt Business. And since he had already got Inner Circle, I'll give Hurt Business a jab at it. So who's your pick then, Hector? Uh, uh, same thing.
1: Hurt Business? There.
3: Okay. I will give right. a nod out to uh, uh, LIJ for me. Okay. And if you want to go overseas mm. because of the there's, whole story. Oh, there's happened. a lot of that so that, that happened this year. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> you, had, you had their heavyweight leader as a champion. You had an under uh, one of their members split go to the enemy. You had their junior be champion and challenge the leader for their belts mm-hmm, at the same yeah. time, and then you finally have one of the stars that they've been kind of hesitating to pull the trigger yeah. on, finally show up, show up and do something. Mm-hmm. And then you also have the supporting cast, which is Ibushi, but
2: yeah,
3: he's starting to do something too. So I'll give a nod, a nod out to them.
1: So a- any love for the Dark Order? I'm gonna keep an eye out for them next year
0: yeah that's kind of how i feel too this year eh. i it's odd it's it's odd that i that i mentioned this because they're on on television they're portrayed as like the weird cult right on bte there's something completely different yes and oddly enough and i don't want to sound say this as a derogatory but the passing of Brody Lee might be the switch that turns them full time baby faces, and you want to yeah. support them, yeah. support their cause. Maybe have them find other people to help their cause. Hangman needs some friends. What well, did you see the <laughs> last
3: episode? I didn't
0: see the last episode, but I saw where they were where, like Hangman showed up to the party, and everybody had the cowboy hats and they're playing guns, and, he, and Hangman shot everyone, and they're all laying there. And Hangman's <laughs> like, "Thanks, guys," and then they all wake up, and was like. Fuck! We forgot to ask him to join the crew. <laughs> it's,
2: it's,
0: it's, it's
3: it's this weird bipolar thing with Dark Order and I, and and hopefully they now got, they can since find a middle. Since the passing of Roddy Lee, the most recent episode that they, the way they started off, what they did, the whole tribute, yeah, of mm. behind the scenes tribute. The last image you find on the video before the whole BT bit start is. All the inner circle kind of huddled up in their area, sad, quiet. And then you just see Hangman pull up and can I sit with you? And that's oh. where it stays. They just go pitch black. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, you found the sense of direction because story-wise in BTE, Brody Lee wanted Hangman yeah. from, since the very beginning. Yeah. And when, even when he was going through that whole kind of moody era. Yeah. You know, now that of his passing, you have Hangman there, to fill yeah. that some some yeah type of void over there. And
1: but. then you got fucking negative one whooping people's ass. So you know that part's
2: weird. <laughs> and,
0: and, and 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 there's gonna be two different conversations we're about to have on this. The first one is what from what I've seen on television. Why is negative one with FTR? You know, because negative one came out on Dark last week, a couple of weeks ago, and talked smack about freaking uh, Marco Stunt. about Marco Stunt, <laughs> yeah. Marco Stunt getting bitched out by a nine year old his height, <laughs> and did a better job on the stick than Marco Stunt. Because right now Jungle Express is feuding with FTR, and that's yeah. what, so. When I saw him come out talking smack to Mark, I was like, "But he's what? not. He's not with FTR. I want him to be with Dark Order." I want him to be like the prince that or he actually grow they He's gave, the new they, one they gave he's the new exalted one they gave the kid an actual fucking contract yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, I I, and i and i, yeah. <laughs> I think yeah when they first announced that they gave this kid the contract i was thinking, oh that's awesome let him go through school when he's 18 19 ready to get in the business you can break you can break them out through dark and have them evolve in, as a character now we got him on fucking tv now <laughs> And Which I don't about... mind. I know people that bitch about Marco Stun already are going to have so much fuel to burn fucking this little kid. Oh, yeah. Cornette's but...
1: going to hate it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but for right now, it works. Yeah. I yeah. get it. it this, literally, a kid living out his dream. That's, you're basically getting it. Legit. Yeah. Watch him grow up. Like we saw the Hardys go from door jerkers at King of the Ring to WrestleMania 17 falling off a of shit. You know, yeah. watch him grow. Well, like literally fucking Truman Show in pro wrestling. Yeah. yeah almost. So I'm I'm down with that. I agree. So <laughs> hopefully, 21 hopefully is the year for and, Dark Order. And there you go.
3: That's your valid your point right there. The dad led them to this side. What is the kid going to lead him to? Oh, oh yeah.
1: Kylo. Yeah. Kylo
3: Ren. Yeah. There you go. God <laughs> goddamn. Exploring. Talk about long, fucking long term
1: book booking. booking this kid's nine years old. He <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, have, have you actually seen the memes
3: on there? Fucking no. Ten, oh in ten oh there? with the with the kid from Radio Mania 34? Yeah. It's either the match with him or Hardy already booking Brody Lee Jr. versus Matt uh Maxwell. Oh god. <laughs> god
2: damn. Oh my god. So
1: I, I think like he may also take the Vicky Guerrero spot in the sense of like He's the one that actually now has a job to support the family <laughs> after oh, yeah. after the wrestler yeah. passed, you know, because oh, yeah. it, it's apparently not going to be at least half the rosters yeah. already
3: vowed to take care of the kid anyway. Yeah, you know, and that's yeah. not even including just being AEW. Yeah. You're hearing it from the other side, the WWE <clears> side, <throat> you know. And yeah. I think AEW is already paying out the rest of his contract, yeah. of pro contract to the family.
1: If the kid's willing to actually do the thing and <laughs> wrestle and stuff. Cool. Go for it. Let him.
0: Let him. It works for. It works for Jungle Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jungle Boy because he can't. Sta- he can't stack up to most of the roster, and he still pulls it up. Oh man, rivalry of the year.
1: <clears throat> man, I'm not too sure about this one. Um, <clears throat> I don't think there was any big, awesome rivalry rivalries that lasted all of 2020. Um, but I'm, I'm a. I'm going to just grab one and see where we go from here. Um, and that's going to be inner circle versus the elite. I don't think that lasted the whole year. Right. Um, that was maybe about like what? Four months. It lasted most of you the year before. <clears throat>
0: yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I'm just throwing that out there. Orange Cassidy against Chris Jericho. You had three matches. Okay. And every week or every other week, Oh, they beat the hell out of Cassidy. Cassidy dumps them in orange juice. You have the debate, <clears throat> the tag matches with, um, with uh, fucking uh, um, Inter- with uh, Santana Ortiz against um, best friend, best friends. You know that all all that was spawned from Jericho Cassidy, and I think that lasted long, long enough for me to count it. <sighs> so that's one. I have got a couple more, but if you got one off the top of your head, I,
3: I really don't think I have. one. A- than- you mentioned
0: you mentioned him earlier as your male of the year
3: about the roman, roman, against,
0: roman against the usos in general
3: <clears throat> when he came back i would put that there but at the same time i would i think i would probably go if this is the case i would go with cole McAfee. okay oh yeah that's a good pick too. yeah just because of the story that's been told throughout it was basically WWE's long-term booking, Long-term booking, without them even knowing.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So it became uh, relevant.
0: Uh, it wasn't that long, but goddamn Moxley and Kingston. Those promos. Oh, man. Back
3: in – look at his face. Got him. Got him. I was going to put <laughs> – honestly, I was going to put Kingston as the breakout mom- breakout star also. But just because it was it happened l- later part of the year, yeah, it didn't fit that criteria. But when he got that opportunity, he ran with it, and he, he got a fucking title
0: shot. He main evented a pay per view, a contract. Yeah, I, <laughs> would got say,
3: a
1: contract. I, I wouldn't say he's breakout, though, because he was the, the fucking leader of LAX
0: for like all twenty nineteen. The new LAX. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still, like, but if a tree falls in the forest, then everyone's deaf. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's going to be the debate of a lot of people that don't yeah. watch everything like I yeah. have, and you, yeah. you've tried to, and you've, yeah. you're getting there. Uh, if, I, if I'm going to go late in the year, I'm going to just throw this one out there, Lana, against the announce table. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eight weeks? Nine weeks in a row? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to pull a page out of your book, though. <laughs> Sammy Callahan versus Tessa Blanchard. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah, It wasn't be, that long. It was like the first three months, but that –
2: that's they had like three, or four matches.
0: O- that's bleed over from like the f- that was half of 2019. Yeah, and okay. then like the first two or three months of 2020. But still, yeah. the, 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 a lot of these rivalries didn't last that long anyway. Yeah. So
1: it was so hard to have rivalries because of uh, COVID restrictions and travel restrictions. It, it looked like Pac was going to have a, a couple of main event feuds with who knows who, Man. but then he got stuck in the in the UK. Yeah. So yeah, um, Pac's trajectory. Trajectory, just like what? Because I of COVID.
0: I think what scared me more with Pac was that they were going to add fucking Excalibur and do the Death Square. The Death Square? That was an April Fool's
2: joke oh that AEW did. What?
0: That that Pac had invited over Excalibur, and they renamed the group the Death Square because there's oh. four people. Oh lord! <laughs> Hurt
1: Company versus Ricochet is what JoJo says in the live chat.
2: Why we?
0: Ah, segment of the year. Segment slash promo of the year.
1: I mean, can I just go for the easy one? Yeah, Jericho and MJF at the fucking uh, what was it, debonair dinner, dinner debonair?
2: debonair.
1: I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, is there really anything else that we're going to debate besides this? They were fucking singing and dancing in a ballroom.
0: <laughs> but there's are they won awards. There's, there's wrestling fans that don't that don't want to watch Dancing with the Stars on their television. And there's still no guarantee that that word is actually real.
2: Um, So I'm going to go with,
0: you're you're giving off an obvious clue here. I'm surprised you didn't mention it because I've been hooked by it all. I can't, I still watch the fucking promo. And it happened in fucking January. R-Truth getting into the Royal Rumble. And And then when he found out it was Lesnar getting out of the Royal Rumble, (laughs) he broke Brock. Brock was laughing so hard, he turned purple like he was wrestling Angle, and he was just standing there. He broke Brock and Heyman to the point that Brock wanted to work with R-Truth after that. If it weren't for COVID, we would have got something with Truth and Lesnar. (laughs) That promo. Oh, my God. Look look, look at this. (laughs) I bet you can't see it. We might not be in HD. Fuck that fucking promo, dude. And the crowd. And he went off with the crowd on and on and on. And the crowd started doing it. and Oh,
3: God. (laughs) That was some good stuff. That was my pick also.
2: Really? Really? Hey,
0: give me some. Yes. Son of a bitch. And then 1A. I... So I had tears of laughter watching R-Truth cut that promo. I had tears of joy when Becky announced her pregnant. Becky forfeited the title oh, yeah. because she was pregnant. Yeah, was and Asuka show. went from heel to baby face like that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And now the other side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of stuff. The best thing about pro wrestling is when it's organic, when it's not booked, when it's not when told it's real. to you. When yeah. it's real. You stand next to Brock Lesnar. You, you don't want to fight Brock Lesnar
2: because
0: mm-hmm. that's just real. He will kill you before yeah. you hit the ground. Yep. Becky having to leave the business that she loves the most as a kid because she got pregnant to start her own family. Oh, you can't script that shit, dude.
3: Yeah, yeah. I would have my other. Um, I'm guessing as a runner-up, and it just happened recently. The promo that Heyman did with Biggie. Talking smack, yeah, yeah. Later on, you're gonna you're gonna find out that Roman the Shield became a footnote to Roman. Oh
0: no, yeah. At the end of the, he was like, "This is gonna you're gonna realize the new day was just a stepping stone." Look at Roman right now. Who's talking about the Shield? Yeah. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, that was good. He also cut a similar promo a couple of weeks later, um, putting over Bianca Belair. Holy fuck! Did he put over Belair on talking smack? Yeah, um, I got a few more. Um, y'all might not remember it because it is this segment or promo of the year, either one. Okay, okay, it's all um, together. Yeah, okay. just a um, big clarification. So, the TNT title tournament started, and they opened that episode of Dynamite with Cody in the Batcave with all those computers,
2: <laughs> oh, putting oh, yeah. over
0: every single person in that tournament yeah. on why they deserve to be there, and then at the very end. Put himself over just a little bit more than them, which yeah. is what you're fucking supposed to do that that's the road 101 that it that's not for somebody else that's for you yeah. that's what you do and he masterfully yeah. God I loved it yeah um the pre-fight with Mox and Kingston where they're at each other's face and they can't touch each other talking about their family uh. mm. apologize to
3: your mom mm. yeah Keep talking about my mom. <laughs> My mama gave me
2: this chain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, moment of the year. Basically, something happened in front of the television, and you went, Oh my god.
3: Oh man. Uh. Can I start it off? Go, Go ahead, please. Evil flipping on L.I.J.
0: Yeah, I, that's the first thing I said when it happened. And then, really? So in
3: the the was it what was it um
0: so it was the finals of a of the New Japan Cup. Yes. it was Naito and, and Evil, and Evil legit beat Naito, and so Naito goes up and puts the hand to congratulate him, and Evil puts up and beats the shit out. Oh my uh, god, yeah, yeah, and it means something because the next night he won the belt, he yeah. won both the belts.
2: Yeah,
0: um. Man, I'm having a hard time pulling out any Oh My you. God moment. Matt Hardy doesn't die.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. On, that's now. right.
0: No, come you're right. right. Oh my, Matt Hardy now. doesn't his, die. His head bounced see, like a chick.
1: Here's, here's what my problem was. <laughs> my problem was I was trying to think of, oh, my God, that's awesome. Not, oh, my God, I wish I didn't see that. Yeah, I blocked that shit out from my memory. That's definitely an oh my god moment.
3: Hell, Darby almost dying with that powerbomb from a. Oh, yeah. From Cage. From Cage. Yeah. Yeah. Him in the bag.
0: (laughs) And get involved when he fell off the ladder trying to do some stunt with a skateboard and botched all that. That was in the same match. (laughs) Okay. If I was trying to
1: find a happy one, this was my happy one. Thank you for, for jogging my memory with Matt Hardy backstage. Um, yeah, Sammy Guevara, run it away <laughs> from the goddamn golf Once cart. Once or twice, the first, time, <laughs> the first time, the first time, get hit with a golf cart, follow, <laughs> and then, <laughs> I was like, "He got hit with a golf uh, cart." And that made me. That, that was oh my god, that, that was hilarious. Um,
0: I'm gonna lump all of it together. Okay. Um, WrestleMania being two nights in front of nobody. Okay. Just the whole pro- the whole timeline of shutdown pand- pandemic shutdown business stadiums stadiums closed schedule moving people out we have enough stuff to make it we're doing we're doing two night oh, What
3: the fuck, you know, two w- night mania, 3 day improv. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what we came. And to be and again, Devils do, they made the best of a bad situation. There was some good stuff on both of those nights. But man. the fact that it was actually a 290 year, man, I was, I was, I, n- nobody had oh. that was their bingo. Card. Would you, would you, would you I consider Go ahead.
3: the Firefly Funhouse match as a, Oh my God, a moment
0: as a moment? No. I'm surprised that didn't make our, I'm, you know what? I'm surprised neither of the mania matches cinematic matches made our matches of the year. Cause I would have made a case for either one of them. Same here, but we each, there was so much on WrestleMania yeah. that we all liked.
3: If we couldn't. That nobody. Up, just, we couldn't make a part of mine on one. I guess I, I would. For me, that's why I asked that question because that that Firefly Funhouse match basically solidified that John Cena is not going to return. He's gone,
0: mm-hmm. and he has been gone all year. And rumor has it they're we're getting Bray versus Orton
3: the same way at Rumble. Yeah, another Firefly Funhouse match. So I'm like, okay, if he's gone, like, maybe
0: we get a return of Cena and Orton, like replaying their history. As a scene in the Firefly Funhouse match,
3: and he's trapped <laughs> in limbo.
0: Yeah, he's in the negative zone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> how about how about this one? Oh my god, uh, Alistair Black and Rey Mysterio getting murdered <laughs> oh, my by being thrown off the of Titan Tower. <laughs> at the money, have I even
0: seen Alistair Black since? Like they re- like they repackaged him for a cup of coffee. <laughs> and now he's gone because his wife opens her mouth.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like. At the time when we we're like, okay, they're doing the cinematic shit, but really did they just kill off two characters? Like, how are they gonna play this off? Like we knew it was just from like one. That's thing a, to the you other, know what? Seriously. That's a
0: that's another match that I could have made a decent case for match of the year, because it was so out there that both them that the money in the bank was them. in the building, climbing the corporate ladder and having both of them at the same
2: time. Here's that was one my, so
3: different. Let me let me add to that one. You could probably say, oh my God, moment. Um, old boy winning the briefcase. Oh, don't
2: remind
1: <laughs> That's me. That's true. Don't no, the oh me. my God moment is homeboy getting the briefcase back. You, no.
3: Um, oh, Otis. Otis. You mean Otis. Otis. Otis? Yeah, okay.
0: Shh, don't remind me. I'm trying to forget that.
3: <laughs> Drop the hammer. Disappointments of the year. Matt Hardy's story on AEW. Damn. Wow. Explain. Divulge. I need to hear this. The that, way well, this is a, another thing that COVID affected. But um overall we were all thinking he's gonna be the exalted one. Oh, and then he wasn't. He wasn't. And then he tried to recreate or kinda re reuse and repackage his broken. Re- gimmick use. Yeah. Yeah. To an audience that it got to the point that they got tired of it.
2: Uh, it gives yeah, a, it gave some yeah, bright moments
3: yeah. with the return of version one and the mad facts and Matt Hardy doesn't die kind of thing. Yeah. But and
0: Jericho offering the drone a shirt.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and overall, but but overall the story is like You know what? Yeah, I'm man. I'm
0: gonna agree with that because um even with Orange Cassidy, you could suspend your disbelief a little bit. Because remember, AEW was not supposed to be the alternative to sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be real. It was supposed to be actual professional wrestling. Yeah. But when you bring in Matt Hardy and the drone and him like shape, like teleporting. teleporting and all yeah, that, and changing yeah. characters, that's when you're like, all right, you're officially competing with WWE because you're doing WWE shit. Yeah. You know, I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, if you're going Matt Hardy, fuck it, I'm gonna go Retribution. The Hacker. Yeah. I can appreciate them trying to tie that in. The execution was horrible, dude. Yeah. And I want
1: to say that. Obviously. <laughs> because of Brennan. Yeah. Right? I'm glad Brennan's on TV. I'm glad he's getting work. I'm glad he's on the made made raw. raw. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um how about this one for a disappointment? Raw Underground.
0: What the fuck was that? That was some bullshit. So you are you're, you're on that island, bro. I liked it. I wanted more of it. It, was, it was actually I wanted more of it. Okay. I can't... wanted to see Riddle there. I wanted to see Lashley there. Here's your disappointment. Here's your
1: disappointment with it. Where are you at? It gone. No. It was there for what, a cup of coffee? Yeah,
3: because a month? But, but, two but months? you gotta understand the story of it. It got taken out by the Hurt business.
0: There not was not just that. Regardless, it's the still going. Storyline, Hurt Business took it out. Business wise, you couldn't do that with COVID. Yeah. You couldn't have all those people around there. Yep. So yeah. they had to they had to pull the plug on there. Yeah. Um Fuck it! If we're going past the business, all these all these idiot motherfucker penis dudes with the Me Too movement.
1: Oh, that
0: will be the biggest
1: fuck one. Joey there you Ryan. go. There fuck you go.
0: Whatever the dude that re- that taught that that fucking school every every dude and even woman that was a part of the Me Too movement in a negative way, y'all could rot in fucking hell. I hope y'all are already dead from COVID. That fuck that shit like oh, that yeah. that. Uh, there has not been a scar to the business that deep since Chris Benoit. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. And it happened everywhere.
1: It
2: yeah. wasn't
0: just WWE. This was everywhere. It was fucking indies, local, fucking yeah. Yeah. everywhere. WWE everywhere. let go of people. AEW put people on suspension.
2: <laughs> a yeah. lot of
0: people on suspension. Yeah. Impact had people that, were, that you were double taking.
3: It affected everybody. Yeah. Everybody would it be considered also an addition to that the 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 furlough letting go of talent from WWE like i mean some of the, of the good brothers you know because of the whole covid thing
1: well i i don't know i think those were i think those are two separate things i mean i'm sure some of them got let go and furloughed because uh they were a part of me too but um well i think you know, in, in no in wrestling it was speaking out right yes, it wasn't me too out. right but um no, it was. Well, well, well I mean, th- that's so, a disappointment. I don't yeah, think it's the same no, as this wonder, one. That's
0: a that's a disapp- But it's weird because that's a disappointment that's out of our con- that's out of your control. That's that wouldn't have happened if it weren't for COVID. Mm, so no. I, even that the, even uh, even as they were at their most profitable in 2020 during a pandemic, you if you own stock in a company or if you have a payroll, if you get payroll as an executive under that company, Mm -hmm. you have to look 10 steps ahead. So you have to know, Oh, if we're going to go down this path, we need to make sure that we're ready so that we still have a business Mm in 21, 22, 23, so that we still have dividends for our shareholders in the next quarter, next month, next year um, and our returns. So they had to, and, and to me, I don't even think that's a negative because Look where Miro's at right now. Look yeah. where the Good Brothers are at right now. Yeah, some some of those people are actually making the best of the situation that they were given, and I think it's better. They're better off for it, you know. Fucking Good Brothers had two of their own pay per views. Oh my god! <laughs> what? <laughs> it's dang. <laughs> dang. It's, yeah, the Good Brothers had a. Uh, they actually um, did Shop-a-mania. Use, Shop Mania. Uh, Talking Shopomania. Mania. They had uh, two the actual shows, and
3: then. Uh, yeah, they did Shopper Mania 1 and Shopper Mania 2. Shopper Mania 2 is making fun of uh, Retribution.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I, Heath, Ledger, I, Heath Ledger was staying, Stang. S-T-A-N-G. It's Stang. Slater? Heath Slater, Slater. Okay. yeah. It's, not Heath Ledger. No, Heath Slater. Yeah. It's okay. Stang. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so it, it benefited a lot of those people that, you know, not everybody, but I wouldn't call it as a, a
3: disappointment. As, yeah. I wouldn't call it yeah. a complete disappointment. Yeah, the whole Me Too thing is going to be the biggest one.
1: Yeah, that's that's the big one.
3: Especially since it affected
1: so many fucking people, man. Mm-hmm. It's like you talk about COVID and, and, and people try to forget about the, the speaking out movement. But shit, that was
3: probably a bigger deal. I think the only one that came out of that. In wrestling. That... Kind of got a little bit of justice was uh, Will Osprey because Ospreay, they assumed,
0: yeah. and that and that goes to that point where stuff's at a fever pitch. You just pull a trigger and you're going to hit something, even was, though you're not targeting
3: anything. It was so, hearsay when it comes to him, yeah. and mm-hmm. they just use the name without even knowing.
1: Yeah, it's weird because it's like Osprey, for the most part, part in the court of public opinion got let off of the hook, but you kind of have the opposite uh, reaction of whatever happened with Velveteen Dream. Cause it may not have been true, but people are still like, "Nah,
0: fuck that guy," you know. Oh, with 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 Velveteen is different. Like he might not have done the act, but he was down that road enough where you can already make a decision. I mean, there's text, there's video, there's audio clips, there's voicemails of him talking to the kids. I was like, well, oh, great, you didn't rape him. That's awesome. But you're you're still you're still slime. Yeah. Okay. And, and yeah. So, pay per view of the year, Abel. Hit me with it. Ooh, not WrestleMania. Uh,
1: <laughs> um, man, I honestly don't know. I really don't know what I want to pick. I mean, I, maybe I just go with Double or Nothing. I mean, maybe Royal Rumble? I mean, Royal Rumble was good. It was the last one with real-life people. Possibly with um, COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was a fucking super spreader event. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, it it was good. We had two good Rumble matches. We had a you know a good a uh, title changer with Drew. Um, or not not title change. It was a a victory with Drew. Um, I mean maybe by default Rumble because I'm I'm trying to search. and trying to find something. I mean, unless That'd you just be- want to default to Wrestle
0: Kingdom, but you know, uh,
3: my default would be Wrestle Kingdom. Okay,
0: both nights,
3: night. Oh shit!
0: <laughs> night one had Liger and Takahashi. And night-, night one had Osprey, had Osprey and Ibushi.
3: Night two had who? I don't even remember. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll go with night one
3: by default. Um, What's
0: I you- still watch this show. I there, <sighs> Worlds Collide. <laughs> Imperium against fucking the Undisputed Era. Okay. Um. Mustache Mountain against fucking uh, DIY. Okay. Oh
3: yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Evil DIY. The, the four the four way for the uh, cruiserweight title. And it was and it wasn't four and a half hours long. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't a bad uh, Ripley and uh Ripley and uh Storm. Tony Storm was great. It wasn't as it wasn't their best match, but they were a buffer between two matches that so they played their role. Mm-hmm. Um, over. Uh, oh fucking Finn Balor against Ilya Dragunov. We're going to be talking about Ilya yeah, a little bit later yeah, on. Finn yeah. and Ilya they, there was that only was five match. matches on that card. There's Yeah. What about war games? What about war games?
1: Okay, never mind then.
3: <laughs>
0: no, that's true. <laughs> I want I, mean, I, I want to say Takeover 30 with okay. um with Finn against uh is it is it 30 that was Finn against um Cross? Priest? No. Against Damien Priest, where he was doing the um uh, the Holland ass tribute for this with his gear, I think it, where he got fucking dropped on the goddamn stairs. I think it was 30. I think
3: I think it might have been 30. I'm not sure. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not sure. It's, it I've, I've a watched lot seven of shit. different promo pro- promotions yeah. this year. A lot of so. shit
1: started to blur together, yeah. especially because yeah. time was just so distorted this year, you yeah. know. It's like, this was this year, last year, 2020 was so long, but it was also so short. It was like we had January, February, March, and then we (gasps) were in November. (laughs) But, like, March was the longest month ever. (laughs) Like, it was so weird.
0: Yeah. Brand of the year. (sighs) Raw, SmackDown, NXT, AEW, Ring of Honor, MLW, Impact, New Japan. Impact, New Japan. AEW.
1: I'm picking AEW. I'm, AW, I'm, AW, I'm picking AEW. That's,
0: yeah. that's the only show right now that I watch live every week.
1: I think they were the first ones to pull off in a good way post-COVID um, TV and post-COVID uh, arenas. Like okay. uh, how, how to the have capacity. people there. Yep. You know, when they had... The wrestlers there, as the fans who are all COVID tested, you know, so you know they Every were fine. Week, yeah, they were out there, faces on one side, heels on the other, and they were cheering and interacting like we were thinking, "Why did it take COVID for somebody to do this?
0: This is fucking brilliant." But wait, you know, it did not matter which side of the ring you were on. Everybody sang Judas. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So. It made me like everyone.
1: Yep. WWE was late to the party on that. NXT was late to the party on that. They they did it, but they were late. And then you had the Thunderdome, which can I add one to my disappointment slash oh my god of the year? Did either one of you log into the Thunderdome to be a part of the Wall of Faces?
3: You did. So did so did Porsche. It did suck. It Clap for him. Yeah, what do you want to see? Ooh. You were given Amazing. instructions on yes. what to do. About time.
0: <laughs> WWE acts like that so often that they'll take away signs from people that you're not supposed to cheer. They'll, take, they'll flip your shirts inside out if it's a brand or a wrestler that's opposite or of, uh, against WWE. It, it's, our, it's already a studio audience, except the audience is dumb enough to pay 20 to 200 bucks a ticket just to see it. So might as well treat it like it. You yep. t- if you don't do what we tell you, you're gone. Yeah. So I guess as long as they're true to themselves, I can't really hate yeah. them that much for it. So yeah, there's always AEW.
3: Yeah, I mean, and like I said, AEW <laughs> fucking pulled it off. Runner up for me, New Japan. Okay, because they steamrolled. No. <laughs> no, honestly,
0: they had they know. were in a better position to handle COVID better because yes. of,
3: they weren't idiots in Japan. Yeah, I'll they it, they went ahead, took their time off. Got along with the government officials. Yep. Steamrolled through what two events? No crowds. Yeah. By the third main of third main show, you started having glimpses of crowds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twenty percent, thirty percent point that we we were at at Wrestle Kingdom. There were almost what seventy five percent capacity inside. Yeah. With fans. they did, and they
0: didn't even have that many fans either. They, the total between the two nights was like a hair under twenty five grand. Yeah, because there wasn't, any, because they were Japan strict as fuck. I, I, your boy sent emails. I was that desperate to make sure that I can actually go over there. They don't want us. They don't want <laughs> nobody there. Cochino. You, yeah, yeah, that, that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't want anybody that wasn't that wasn't. A local there because they didn't want the risk of spreading it again yeah you know and off to, to, to them for handling it um god it's short and sweet i would have loved to have seen how far nwa would have taken power i w- that was mm, my second show yeah. on tuesdays that i was like oh strictly business oh ricky starks oh ziggy dice i'm liking ziggy dice hey um magnus Temp storm Trevor Murdoch is actually a fucking oh, thing. Hey, yeah, Murdock, yeah. Yeah. Trevor Murdoch's a breakout for yeah. me on the lower level. Like, Trevor, <laughs> Trevor Murdoch's
3: a thing. All right, let's, make, the bottom of the let's make this work. I and then COVID. I was it, it, and the Me too movement because I was actually looking forward for Aldous and, and Squirrel.
1: Oh, that too. Oh, yeah. Martin Squirrel was a part of that uh, speaking out stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he really got it bad too because not only was it just like, like just. People, but it was also underage people. Yeah. Ugh. All right. So here's our list, just to refresh your memory. Oh, for match of the year? We're moving on to match of the year? Yeah. We're done? That's all that's left. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. Man. Okay. Match of the year.
0: Hey, here we go. got my list. <laughs> all right. We had CM Punk versus Brock Lesnar in 2013 from SummerSlam be our winner. Sami Zayn versus Antonio Cesaro, two out of three falls from NXT, was 2014's pick. Mm-hmm. Grave Consequences, Neil Mortis and Phoenix from Lucha Underground. Maybe the rest
3: in peace. 2015.
0: <laughs> Cena versus AJ Styles in SummerSlam took the vote 2016. I can't believe that still. We had Cena as a match of the year. Wow. Yeah. Kazuchika Okada versus Kenny Omega from the G1 Climax took 2017. Mm-hmm.
2: 2018.
0: Gargano and Ciampa, unsanctioned at NXT TakeOver New Orleans, WrestleMania weekend. Such a good match. (laughs) Last year, Shingo Takagi versus Will Ospreay, final round of the Best of the Super Juniors. (laughs) That's what won it last year. Oh, man. These are the matches that are are going up for it this year. The nominees for this year are. Yeah. Our nominees, Omega and Pac, 30-minute Iron Man match from Dynamite. At the end of February Stadium Stampede The uh, inner circle against uh, The Elite uh, The end of May Double or nothing from AW That same week Matt Riddle, Timothy Thatcher In a fight pit in NXT television um, The end of August Adam Cole Baby. Against Pat McAfee <laughs> from NXT TakeOver 30 yeah, You gotta do it um, Naito Tetsuya against Sonata G1 Climax the first day of October and rounding out the list, Ilya Dragunov against Volta, NXT UK title match from NXT UK television at the end of October. Okay. Before we dip our toes there, yeah, give us some uh, honorable mentions off the top of your head, if you have any that you think could have made this list. Cena Bray from Mania. Mm-hmm. That that was
1: probably the match that like kicked off the the. Craze, so to speak, for the um the cinematic matches. I know it wasn't the first cinematic match, but when that happened, people were like, "Oh shit, we could actually do this, and it could actually work." And it it made people post like COVID has a shot. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Give me one, Hector.
3: I got a lot. <laughs> let's, start, let's start with one. We'll just we'll just we'll just go. Just go. I'll go again. I'm the new Japan guy. So
2: hi. Hey,
3: I will go with Osprey Ibushi from Wrestle Kingdom.
2: Okay,
0: and I'm I sticking. To, I'm sticking to January. Um, Roderick Strong defending the US, the NXT US uh, North American title against Keith Lee, or Keith Lee won it. That's fa-
1: Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, hit me with on that one. The Men's War Game. Men's War Games. Men's War Games. It's just fun. War Games every year is fun. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll have to go for the second cinematic match, which is the. The Boneyard match. Mm. I know as much as you hate the Undertaker being old and wrestling, think, yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but cinematic-wise, <laughs> cinematic-wise, that would have been another avenue. You could you if you want to go back to the well and grab him from the mm. dead. Perfect, per- perfect yeah. place to to call it. You know.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, oh, I'm gonna throw it out there. Park and Cassidy. From Revolution, yes, yes. <laughs> that, I agree. i That open, there, there's that's a, a good yeah, one. open my eyes.
1: <laughs>
0: I, I, I got one. Roman versus J two. Hell in a cell strap match. Yes. That's that solid. That was really good the,
1: the first one. It, it was it was not enough uh uh offense from Jay. I think that's what I said that I wanted to see it be at least somewhat competitive, and it was a glorified squash match. The second one wasn't a glorified squash match, and it made me be like, Oh, shit Jey Uso may actually have something here in terms of a singles run. Yeah, mm-hmm. Robert, what's up, man? Robert says, Young Bucks versus Omega and Paige. Okay, that was also a revolution.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, hit me on that one. The Japanese style version of the chop match, um, Ishii versus uh, Suzuki. Uh, T one <laughs> climax. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, since you went
0: there, I will see your chop match, and I'm gonna raise you the kick match. Ibushi <laughs> against um oh um Tai Chi. Tai Chi. Yes, She's, that opened my eyes on Tai Chi. Like I started watching a little bit more. I started dabbling a little bit more in Tai Chi's road. After watching him get the ever-lugging shit kicked out of him. 116 kicks, no punches, no rest holds, no rope breaks, no mierda. That's all it was. That was was like season zero of Cobra Kai right there. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Portia in the live
0: chat says, "Hey, Finn versus Kylo. I was just about to say that. One or two. Uh, I think oh, no, well, I think one, it's the one. Two, one, happened two, happened one. This
1: yeah, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, she has a pick for 2021 already, but
0: we'll we'll get we'll to get 2021. There. We're remind actually me. gonna we're actually gonna end this episode with some 21 talk. Remind so, me. Oh, I'm gonna remind about you.
1: No, 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 for her pick. Oh, okay. Yeah. Give me some more. Uh, I don't know. Wrestling happened. Um. Yeah, okay. Callahan versus uh um uh what's her name? Tessa. Tessa. Took, yeah, I was about to mention that too. Yeah. Callahan versus Tessa. That was very significant. Yeah. Oh, that other cinematic match that Impact had with Triple uh, XL versus the Deaners. Oh! I told you you <laughs> needed to watch that What's match. That? I told both of y'all, y'all did. That was the most hilarious fucking match. Oh, man. I, t- I brought it up on the show. I said y'all needed to watch this. I still stand by it. Y'all need to fucking watch that Triple XL versus the Deaners on uh, in Wrestle House on Impact. Oh, oh fuck! This God. was like around. August,
0: September, something like that.
1: Yeah, it was hilarious. Uh, Robert says Rhea versus Charlotte.
0: I'd go Rhea, Charlotte, Eo from In Your House. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that, that was noteworthy. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I'm Trying to think of a couple more. I'll go Shingo Ibushi. Ooh. oh Ooh. There's a lot of climax stuff, but we say that every year. Like half the climax to be on our it, list, yeah. and
3: that that's the whole thing. Like if we were to go into the schedule of the weekly stuff, you would have some of the G one climax matches yeah. already on the Probably. list. Probably, yeah. but overall, it's like yeah. just like Wrestle Kingdom. We kind of bring everything together and just pick one out of the whole event. Yeah, yeah. we need a, well,
0: especially since we don't have. I don't a want twenty show. matches next year. I don't. I can't afford yeah. a weekend with y'all. <laughs> that's
2: true.
1: <laughs>
0: Eight hours is enough. Yeah. <laughs> But maybe, maybe instead of
1: match of the week, maybe, and I'm just throwing ideas out there, uh, maybe we could say a match of a, of an event. So like Wrestle Kingdom, WrestleMania, we'll come up with that. And then like, hey, whatever was the best from T1 Climax, whatever was the best from Wrestle Kingdom, and then maybe you know, pick and choose between there, like whittle it down once we get to the end of the year. You know, that
0: sounds like whole.
3: <laughs> i don't know i'm just I
1: saying i mean not go. every not every event is going to have a match of the year worthy contender i'll but... probably
3: go match of the month and then uh a quarter pick out one of them weed them out yeah you have i like that four, okay, okay. I like top that. four of the year mm-hmm.
1: eos oscar the grouch is my mood <laughs>
3: <laughs> thank you Porsche. all uh, right does he got more
1: well, no, 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 because we're about to get to the match of the year, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so for anybody that has never played at home, this is how we do the match of the year. All three of us, we sat here on the couch that's behind the camera, and we watched this screen, and we saw all our six match of the year contenders. As we were watching them, each one of us individually were putting them in order from first to sixth, because they're six. So um, we will take each one of those picks and if you are number one, you get six points. If you're number two, you get five points. My points plus your points plus your points, you add it all up. Whoever has the most points at the end of it is our match of the
0: year. So, Chris, do we want And wanna... that gets you. That'll get you because I did not pick Ciampa Gargano. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's total points, Chris. Yeah, so it's points total. So do
1: we want to start from the bottom and work our way up on our individual lists? Nope. Okay. We're going
0: to go match by match. And then once we talk about all the matches, then we start giving grades. We start counting points. Mm-hmm. So, Abel, okay. our first match on the list. All right. 30-minute Iron Man match. Pac against Kenny Omega. Mm. I re- Okay. <laughs> so,
1: do we say, Before, we
3: rank him? Or no, just, just, talk, we'll just, about talk, about just match, talk about the match. Just talk about the match. Why this okay. ended up on I, our list.
1: Okay. Um, none of these matches that we're going to be talking about today are bad okay none of them are the crap yeah i f- fucking love this match <laughs> watching this this the second time around yeah um um i i had well as as i was sitting here watching it i was making a mental note of okay this is 30 minutes let's divide this in intervals of 10 minutes so there's first third second third third last third um Halfway through I decided that I wanted to scrap that and say I'm gonna do half versus half. In the first half, I would have liked for there to have been a fall. There was too many near falls in the in the first. Um I think that one of those should have resulted in, in a fall, if not two that way. Once they hit that 14, 15-minute mark where all the shenanigans started to happen with the uh, intentional disqualification, they were at one-to-one one and not zero-to-zero. Zero. Because I I really, really liked the story of, okay, well, my ass is in the weeds at Pac. My ass is in the weeds. I need to get a break, get a breather, collect myself. So I'm going to cost myself a point by laying out Kenny Omega with the chair. Yeah, it's going to cost me a point, but at least I'll be able to come back around and get that point and reset the match. So I get it that it was 0-0 and that made it 1-1. I get the psychology behind that. But had it already been 1-1 and that made it 2-2, you still the last half of the match still could have been – booked the exact same way which that last half of the match i think was booked perfectly it's just the first half of the match there was too many near falls in that 16 17 18 minute range where i was like kind of feeling a little bit like Cornette, where i was like ah come
0: on man it's, it's iron man you need to rack up the points let it be a point You know, completely the opposite. Okay. You know, let's say you're watching the because this was a rubber match. Yeah. Omega tapped, Omega passed out to Pac the first time on pay per view. Omega beat Pac pinfall on the second match. This was the rubber match. So imagine if Kenny Omega and Kazuchika Okada go 45 minutes at the Tokyo Dome in their first match, and then Okada and Omega go an hour long draw in their second match. And if their third match, you get a pinfall within the first. If the third match, it only lasts fourteen minutes that kind of waters down what happened before. Yeah. So the fact that these two guys beat the shit out of each other the first time for 20-something minutes, then beat the shit each other again a second time for 20 more minutes, I'm glad that they kept that integrity by waiting that long before there was actually a fall. To so the point that it kind of, I kind of invested in the fact that Pop knew, oh, shit, this is going longer than the last two. I need to put a point on the board, which he did by yeah. costing himself a disqualification and putting a point on Omega's board, which is dumb because it was tied anyway. But at least they, but at least that sense of, okay, I need yeah. to stop fucking around. So I'm completely opposite on I don't your opinion. Think,
1: I don't think the psychology behind that was, oh, I need to put a point on the board and stop fucking around. I think it's, oh my God, I'm getting my ass whooped and I'm about to lose a point because I'm about to get pinned. So I'm desperate to give mm-hmm. myself a breather. So
3: yeah. I, I I don't know. I mean, that, where are you at? I yeah. agree the same way of the psychology aspect because... Uh, think about it. You go to the point where they're tired. and That's like even past the 15 minute point. Yeah. Pac is tired. He knows he's gonna. He's at risk of, you know, losing that. Goes and costs himself a point, but at the same time, he's causing more harm for him to get a breather and just set him up and get his point back, which the and psychology- more harm till maybe yeah. after that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the psychology was there, but for me is like, I even said it while we were watching it. This is basically the Omega and Pac brought the New Japan style wrestling to American television.
1: You did say that as we sat we're sitting on the couch
3: throughout the whole thing. Is people were excited because of the, the 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 basically storytelling inside there of rubber match. You I when I was watching that match, I did get the the, the flings of Omega back in New Japan, and I actually got Pac from from Red Dragon. Oh, okay. Because he started being more sinister. And you got those little glimpses of back when he was in WWE when he was um was you mean the Dragon, Dragon the King of the Cruiserweights. No. We called it, it red? red
0: you called it Red Dragon. Sorry. Dragon, yeah. Dragon Gate. Gate. Dragon Gate. I knew what he meant. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. For anybody watching, it's like Red Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: But yeah, um, overall I kinda understand why it it got on the yeah. list. So I was I was entertained. <laughs>
0: That's a template on how to open up a TV show of pro wrestling. That was the opener? Yeah. That was the Holy op- shit. That was the opener. I of the thought show. this was the main event. No. It was the no, opener. It, it was a closer. No. It was the opener. It was a first We can go back and watch pull up the video. It, it they int- the, the first thing you see AWs popping the fireworks and then Justin Roberts is introducing both of them. That was oh, the opening yeah. of the show.
3: Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I
0: kind of um, ended it in with that. Uh, I got lucky. Okay. I got lucky that the stream I was watching at the time that I saw it was it the stream from the TNT network? It was the stream from BR Live. So BR Live, there's no commercial break. So when mm-hmm. the when the commentators say uh, picture in picture, you don't see the commercials. They keep going. They keep commenting. They, the, so I saw the whole thing uninterrupted. So I was that's hoping, how we watched it that's, today. And yeah, and that's probably not how y'all watched it the first time. Correct. So correct. There ha- I've been waiting there ha- to do that all episode long. <laughs> there, there has to be an exception. Like, for example, we just had Finn versus Kylo 2, and NXT uh, uh, advertised it at the beginning of the show that that match <laughs> is commercial-free. There has to be at least one match a month where it's that damn important that we don't get commercials. Or get, like, the 15-second, this match is brought to you by such-and-such. It looks like I could think it's such-and-such, such, or whatever. <laughs> but at least so that you are uninterrupted and get to horn. wings. And so having that uninterrupted view, fuck me, that was legit pay-per-view quality. That could just like just like you guys, just like both of you guys, y'all thought it ended the show. That was worthy of ending a pay-per-view. That's it how was. good it was. It and was. it was for free, uninterrupted.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> in front of an audience. Yeah. That like was all over it. Like legit. In front of people. They were chatting bullshit <laughs> after fucking pot got that first point. I'm like, I'm yeah. loving this. I yeah. miss this. That, oh, my God. The nostalgia was kicking in hardcore for that match. Um, yeah, the storytelling in the match was fucking great. They beat the shit out of each other. There's some ugly, ugly spots. That um, that, that so driver, great. the driver under the mm-hmm. mat that mm-hmm. Pac gave Omega.
1: The, the dr- Snapdragon? Oh,
3: fuck. The, that b- table spot where
0: it's
3: in <laughs>
1: the face? Oh, yeah. Dude, the, the, yeah. the top rope rainbow style. And, tornado ddt on the outside and you
3: got oh, you even, you even got the announcers of like oh he's gonna go for a, a top rope suplex oh no it's oh, a break yeah. oh, <laughs>
2: oh
3: jesus christ and thankfully
0: this was like um so it's been five months since the original episode of dynamite so by now there's chemistry between shivani jr yeah. and x yeah. and yeah. it was showing in this match because even then there were times where where even uh Shivani's like oh, I've never seen that and JR's like oh my god this is new to me like just yeah. it, just like everybody else even casuals mm-hmm. that are watching for the first moment who is this Kenny guy that everybody keeps talking about it felt like you anybody could have picked up your commentary mm-hmm. it def- and yeah it definitely belongs on this list. Cool. Uh the next one stadium stampede Hector help me
1: <laughs> so again, we're not throwing out our, our critiques and our. We're just, no, we're just validating, s- these. talking about the match. Yeah. Okay, Hector, this was
3: basically. I'm guessing it was a feel good match. <laughs> we were all sad about COVID, <laughs> and then they made this match. Is honestly that brought a smile to my face? Yeah, just seeing all the shenanigans of. Okay, they're gonna repeat trying to run over Sammy Guevara with a golf cart again. After oh, let's one, one up it. One, let's see let's see do it before. before that one. Oh, let's get instead of a cart, let's get a horse. <laughs> hey man, random done with the horse. All the all a the horse. all the uh <gasps> language of football being played into yep. it. Yep. I'm challenging the call. <laughs> you're not supposed to be at this <laughs> tent <team> with me. <laughs> the call stands, you're a
2: shitty referee. <laughs>
0: Man gets hit by football. (laughs) Ah, my groin. Did you come
1: here to drink or did you come here to fight?
3: (laughs) (laughs) That was the difference. (laughs) God damn. This This was
0: definitely a pick-me-up. Yes. Yes. In the time we were, because this was in May.
3: Yeah.
2: was it <laughs> well, Matt under Hardy's water.
1: underneath the water and throwing up his different various signs throughout <laughs> oh the
2: years. Hey, this is a Lake of Reincarnation impromptu.
3: They're, they're drowning him and then the Mattitude flags pop up and they're actually they looking at it like, wait.
0: <laughs> 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 Poor Ortiz can't swim. and He's taller than the water. <laughs> <laughs> he, had his feet.
2: <laughs> he had the life preserver in the way out. <laughs> he twisted the bell. <laughs>
0: uh, for, just just to break the fourth wall for everyone listening and watching oh
2: my, there were
0: legit out of the six matches that we saw on the couch that's behind that camera there were two matches that got the most reactions from the both of us and on a positive note this was the one that got the most laughs the most giggles mm-hmm. the most chuckles everything yeah yes. on the positive light it was yeah. this match because the it was 30 minutes, 35 minutes, but it sure as fuck didn't feel like it because everybody had their little peace moments to stand out and shine yeah. and reflect their own character. Yep. It just, I, it fucking worked, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fucking rolling suplex from end to end. A,
1: 100 yards, Shravani, 100 yards.
3: Celebration does, he gets flagged. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then the that ref that? gets a super kick. <laughs> Uh,
0: Hangman with the line marker,
3: yeah, right over <laughs> the, right the crotch, hey, right the crotch. Hangman looking for Sammy, Sammy's in the ring and Hangman's just stuck Jr. if I ever get lost, don't Stop. send Hangman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how they, they ended deal. up with
0: weapons because the match yeah. started. They all walked out without weapons. Then yeah. the ref rang the whistle and everyone
3: in the lead had weapons. Okay. Yeah. And they so, the circle all they had with their pads and they were the smarter ones for it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so so when, when the match started who did you have your eye on when they were running towards each other? Oh, was
1: that uh I know it was Sammy that took it, but who who had the The, trash, had the trash can
3: Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Out of all the tools, that was the one that caught my attention. Like, yeah. he's gonna get I thought, honestly, I just thought he was going it. to chunk it. Yeah. <laughs> so all this laughing we're
0: doing for anyone that doesn't understand this, this is the first time ever that AW did this. I don't think, I think this might've been the first time ever in wrestling in general, two teams of five in an empty football field with a ring in the middle. <laughs> first person to get a pinfall or submission anywhere in the arena. Yep.
3: And it was bananas, dude. It was, it was God. crazy. The mascot getting the Judas effect. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they also
1: had the Jacksonville Jaguars mascot and cheerleaders out there. Oh, like cheerleaders. Cheer. And the ring announcing was like at the beginning of the football game where they they're going out. through the fucking smoke and everything.
3: They're, you can barely see them because the, of all the smoke. I and the, inner,
1: the inner circle had fucking jerseys that had their numbers and Justin Roberts, number 55. It's like, <laughs> like oh, my God. It was hilarious, dude. It was so yeah. fucking funny, so yeah. funny. And it had a lot of action to it too. Yeah. So yeah,
0: um, I, I can't wait to talk about this more when we talk about our rankings. <laughs> uh, something that wasn't funny is getting your goddamn teeth kicked out. Oh yes, <laughs> fight pit NXT television. Matt Riddle against Timothy Thatcher. Yeah, Hector, go!
3: Wow. <laughs> All I can say is wow. The way they started off that match, okay, you're starting to see that ground and pound kind of thing. But then as soon as you see Riddle jump off the cage and do the kick. And oh, a Showtime you know, Pettis kick. Mm-hmm. And next Woo! thing you know, Timothy Thatcher, as soon as he lifts up his mouth, blood. blood, And even he even spits out his tooth. Yeah. Yeah. Two of them.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Honestly, for me, it was like, okay, it brought me back to the auditor back when Shamrock had those. Uh, the Lions did. The Lions did. And I even asked her, like, wouldn't it be better if they did the Lions in? Mm-hmm. Because, honestly, that is one thing that COVID actually, if you want to say, helped the business. Because they got to explore different avenues. They kept how, people on their feet. Yes. Because, honestly, that wouldn't work out with live crowds. Because you know how many nagging uh, uh, how people complain about the Elimination Chamber being... Obstructive view all around. Yeah, yeah. If you had that in front of a live crowd. The floor people, the the people on the floor, would be the ones having the best view so far. Mm-hmm. Everybody else, obstructive view. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's true. That's true.
0: You make a good point. There's there's been at least half a dozen new matches that have happened, that happened in 2020 that we would have never seen if it weren't for COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stadium Stampede, Mimosa Mayhem, <laughs> Firefly Funhouse, Boneyard, <laughs> Fight Pit. There has to be at least one more that I, that, that that's escaping me.
3: Um um the how do we have it one? Cameron Ga- Grimes. Oh, yeah, the House of Horror. Oh, yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, House of Terror, something. Terror something. Yeah. But yeah, there it is. There's the other one. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So um this match, I, I'll tell you something that I really liked about it. And if Arnold is watching this, he will agree with me. Um, in that it was not that New Japan style where it's slow and it ramps up. And then, oh, my God, this one, right right when the bell happened, Riddle was standing on the top of the little catwalk, jumped down, did a forward flip, bam, yeah. right from the jump. There were pow, 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 back and forth, back and forth, strikes, kicks, forearms. It was raining elbows and shit right from the jump. And I like that about the match. And um, here's the thing that, that – I have mixed feelings about I have mixed feelings about the blood and the tooth. Right. Because on the one hand, oh, fuck, that shit was brutal. On the other hand, oh, shit, that wasn't supposed to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. So do we want to praise a flaw? Or do we want to say, "Hey, that wasn't supposed to happen"? So that 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 takes it. I wanna, down a notch. I,
0: I want to pick at it a little bit. As a guy that has lost a tooth already, yeah, is that that shit bleeds like a mofo? It does. They should have at least put some gauze or some cotton or something in his mouth if he, would, or at least a guard, uh, and then a guard above it. If there were, if he was going to keep at least to stop, to, at least to clot it. Yeah. But the presentation of the trainer looking at him. They he okay knows he knows that this is a blood literal blood feud, you know, and it only yeah. happened for a couple of weeks, but they wanted to settle it there. And Thatcher wasn't the kind of guy that was gonna quit, and his character throughout the rest of the year shows that. The handling of that will let me let the part that I didn't like pass. What's the part you didn't like? That they didn't do that the trainer didn't do anything to stop the bleeding.
1: Okay. Cause normally because see-
0: Uf- normally, because both of them, at least for Riddle's sake, he's a former UFC fighter. Yeah, they would have stopped that match.
1: Yeah, And here's the thing about not stopping the bleeding. I didn't see him continue to bleed in the last half of that match. Because
3: that was was the commercial break.
1: Yeah, there was a commercial break. After the commercial break, he wasn't bleeding. So was this planned? Possibly. Was that a blood packet? Were those literally chicklets? Because he already had a fucked up grill. Yeah. Right? So...
2: It okay, makes you believe it. I mean, I do
1: believe it, yeah. but I also have my suspicions. Yeah. So, so I have <laughs> I have mixed feelings about it. I'm not yeah. sure. I'm not sure how to feel about it. Was it a fuck up? Was it not a fuck up? What did if it wasn't a fuck up? Did it add to the match? Because it seems like it kind of like oh shit, let's stop. Kurt Angle, who's not a real referee, had to be like, hey, real refs do something, yeah. you know? So it's like,
0: I don't Is know. The other bone I have to pick on this. Is the presentation on television? Um, if this is a ma- if if this is a match first time ever, and mm-hmm. you're not having monthly takeovers, and you're ending a television show with this, you should have made more of an effort to let it to let it run without commercial break. Again, or the or, commercial at, break or at, at least yeah. given us an option weeks later on the network to watch it without a commercial break and just run the whole thing through. Yeah. The fa- it if uh, with um with pocket omega. This match has contention to be probably the, one of the best television matches of the year. Television. But I would have loved to there's parts in the middle that we could have used to, to further establish the match as far instead of just like, oh, we're about to bust that nut. Mm-hmm. Go to commercial. Okay. Come back. It's all dirty. <laughs> it smells like asparagus. Aye. Something happened here. Oh, we're still going? Okay, fuck. Yeah. But that doesn't take away from the rest of it. That goddamn fight, man. I, I I kind of wasn't ready for them to start doing shit on the platforms. And then I remembered it's WWE. Yes. <laughs> yeah. They did a pretty good. They did enough of a job presenting it as not WWE that towards the match started devolving more into WWE. I started. I was trying to hold myself back. I like, Oh, I, I now I remember. I'm watching NXT. I remember I'm watching a Vince McMahon product. Right. He. Did a good job. Stuff as just something different. This is MLW. This is Ring of Honor. Yes. This is uh Pride. Mm-hmm. But nah, it's it's a it's obviously the product. But they did enough. They they made what they were doing up their work. That again let the negativity pass because mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the positive was outweighing the negative to the point that the yeah. negative was you forget about it pretty soon. Enough. Okay. Cool. <sighs> Adam Cole. Baby. Pat McAfee, NXT TakeOver 30. Abel.
1: I really liked um, the job that Pat McAfee did, knowing that that was like his first match. Um,
0: Actual match on television.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Of course, I like what Adam Cole did. Um, I think that there is something to say for wow, this is pretty remarkable because of what was actually pulled off in this match. It didn't seem like a rookie versus another rookie. Um, and and I think that's why it actually made it onto this list. Um, because it, it, it's just uh, shocking that they were able to do what they did. But upon second view of the match, I could see where a lot of stuff that was done was athletic feats that weren't res- necessarily wrestling moves and i mean that on behalf of mcafee um so it's cool that he did a backflip when he was pushed off of the, the turnbuckle and landed on his feet and then went and jumped up on the turnbuckle he and hopped, then to the ho- turnbuckle. hopped to the top hop to the top and then did a suplex beautiful those, suplex. those three things that he did only one of those was an actual wrestling move the other t- two are feats of athleticism which at the time when I first watched it, was like, holy shit, this guy's a really good wrestler out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. But now I'm kind of seeing a little bit behind the curtain. Behind the curtain, they just had him do athletic shit that he could do, which that's what fucking football players do. You see them all the time jumping to, to fucking is, train. Is, they jump on the little fucking boxes, right? That and that's a, all he
0: did. Is that a negative though? Do you still no. mark out when Benjamin does it? No, Do you mark no, out when Angle climbs up and does the... It's a positive for okay, me yeah. because they accentuated the positive, good. Right.
1: Um. So I, I'm glad that they were able to do that for him and the senton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So your, yeah. So it, it was all pretty cool. And yeah, of course the senton. That's not like a fucking hold that you have to learn. It's get up there and jump forward, right? You know, but he went up. He went and high he went for up there. somebody. He went high. Wear. Why? Yeah. Athleticism. He has the strongest leg in all of the NFL. Okay. Well, and in it, all human, Yeah, in all in all human history. So if this leg's the strongest, well, then that one's probably pretty strong too. So he probably got hops, right? <laughs> so it, it makes sense that he was able to pull
0: off all this shit. So did I was. Did you like, know that he was a stunt double for white man can't jump? No, I did not know.
3: And <laughs> I so
0: the more you
1: know. <laughs> so I I, it's weird. I appreciate it more because I realize what they did and how they pulled it off. But on the other side, I kind of appreciate it a little bit less because, like, oh, they were covering for other things that they don't know they can do, or if he can, can't pull it off, whatever. So, like, I have a little bit of mixed feelings about it, but I still think it was impressive enough that, yeah, this does deserve a spot on
3: the list of uh, um, Match of the Years.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You. Focus on the athleticism. Okay. Let me focus on the mic skills. Yes,
2: please.
3: Because he basically <clears throat> went in there and made you hate him. Yes. And that's something that, hell, even to this point, half of the roster and some of the legends already saying he's doing it way better than whoever's in there.
1: Yeah. He,
3: you know, he made me hate him. Yeah. He emphasized a lot. That's what another thing that actually ended up, uh, COVID ended up uh, helping is it it made us focus more on the character because we get to see how they evolve without crowds. Mm -hmm. So kind of like all the shit talking he was doing while he was doing the match, you know, it made you kind of be like, oh,
0: please. And it was so much easier to pick up since there wasn't that many people in the arena.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That probably calmed the nerves too, as well. You know, if it was my first time wrestling on a fucking pay-per-view against the top guy and there was, you know, Twenty thousand people in the fucking stands, Ugh. but if it's like in front of nobody, where you've been training for the last two or three months with the same guy you've been training with for the last two or three months,
0: yeah, yeah. if you've already got the match on lock in here, yeah, you just prefer. The only yeah. difference is that there's a red light. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, just ignore the red light. If you fuck up, it's okay. We could, we could. Yeah, don't look
1: at re- it. Redo it again.
2: Yeah,
0: we'll put tape
1: over it. You. Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or, you know what? It could have just been shot two or three different times.
2: You know, like, yeah. No, it was life. It was live. It was oh, okay. life. So, okay.
3: <laughs> but even at that, the, the chemistry coming from a person that's not in the business mm-hmm. that they mm-hmm. had, mm-hmm. you know, kind of amplified it more of, okay, you have your celebrities going into the business and making somewhat marks. Yeah. The only other person other than him that I remember that had the same athleticism would probably have to be Stephen Amell.
1: Okay. Yeah. Because you saw how fucking Snoop Dogg did a splash last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck,
0: woof. <laughs> I'd say um, uh Lawrence
3: Taylor? Lawrence Taylor? Lawrence yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. But he he pretty much raised the bar. I don't think anybody that's that followed. I don't think anybody could follow that. No. Yeah. I mean he did a really good job. At um, Mania. So.
1: At Mania, yeah. Yeah. So. yeah.
0: Um It's one thing that there's that there's fans of the business that are outsiders that are fans of the business right now. Mm-hmm. Watching that match with McAfee reinforces the fact that he's a fan of old school wrestling. What we saw was '80s NWA Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. old school like mm-hmm. trash talking. Uh, there there for the spots of athleticism that he did. Yeah, it wasn't. Will Ospreay ricochet every 30 seconds, bing, bong, 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 bong. He knew when to do it. He knew how to react to it. And it just, the chemistry, everything just flowed. If there's a nit to pick, at that moment, even watching it a second time, I'm not sure if I was ready to see a baby face Adam Cole. Because that's essentially Ooh. what we got. Okay. That's essentially what we okay. got. Towards the end where Adam knew that he had him, where after he kicked the stairs and missed. And yeah. that was blood in the water. That's when we saw right. asshole Adam Cole, leader of Undisputed Era. But the first 80% of that match was him and it's a baby face. Yeah. yeah. And it, okay. That's fair. And it wasn't a bad job. That's I just fair. wasn't prepared for it. I'll, I thought it was going to be asshole versus asshole who could not stink the joint you know and it wasn't it was actual people if it was in front of an audience people would be cheering for adam cole instead of cheering against pat mcafee okay and i'm not sure if i would have been ready for that it's still was, it's obviously on our list um but that was just the only thing i was like hmm
1: <laughs> again none of these matches are bad yeah on our match of you the know?
0: year list yeah. yeah and they pushed it forward because obviously ue's kind of like in the middle you know adam cole uh cole and balor had their title match and then they did the show of respect afterwards. And then and yeah. Kylo and everybody check in. So, I'm, so the catalyst was then. I just didn't expect it to be then. Mm-hmm. But it worked. Oh, Nighto versus Sonata, Hector. Oh, my God. Roll mm-hmm. out the red carpet. Lead the way.
3: Oh, man. So this match, the history behind it, it was more towards a, they were finally thinking about pulling the trigger. And once you see the match, it's a slow build. And I understood that. But the moments were there. The sense of respect between both of them. Yeah. When you see a Naito match, and, and again, if he's being a dick, you he, you already cheer for him for being that.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: When he's facing somebody else, he'll take his sweet-ass time taking off his clothes. Yeah. Make you wait. Five minutes of the Five minutes of the overall match. It's him undressing. It's him undressing. <laughs> yeah.
1: Take but, it off that fucking five-piece suit that he wears when he just wrestles in Jonas.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but when you saw him enter this match, he was on it. He's like, all right. Yeah. Sonata didn't even acknowledge him undressing. He turned around, he was focused. Yeah. That sense of respect, you know. All the taunting wasn't done of I'm taking your time. No. It's
0: a, it was it was out of frustration almost for Naito because Naito Sonata was hanging. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. Sonata brought it to him, the,
0: and and you heard this. You know what? That's you know who that's for. No, Sonata. Sonata. Oh. The whole crowd wanted him to win that match yeah. that night,
3: because it was his home, his hometown. Yep. And then when he actually won it, you know, him standing up, always being kind of like the understudy of him. Mm-hmm. Him standing up, Sonata actually raising his fist up before him. First. Yeah. On one and, knee. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is a you yeah. I beat you. I was a better man tonight. But overall, you're, still, you're the boss, still the boss. And I'm
0: not gonna fuck you over like evil did the last yeah. time you were in this position. Yeah. Oh. So that I'm, might not count during the match, but that that, that the part no, of the psychology, it still counts. It's that's still part of the psychology of that it match. It still counts. That still fucked with Naito the rest of the year. The fact that he will off on it, yeah. So this is probably your first time in a while watching it. What mm-hmm. did you think? Um, did it belong on this list? Because you slept through some.
1: I did fight off sleep. <laughs> I was I was comfy cozy on that little couch right there. It was the last of the six matches that we were watching because we had to switch to the New Japan Network, and we needed um, a buffer,
0: and we saved yeah. a Spring Stampede
2: yeah Yeah,
1: so so so, um i uh i tried to not doze off like i i watched the first half or so and then i felt where it was i was starting to fight it and i was probably (laughs) asleep like legit asleep for maybe like two or three minutes but i was still hearing the commentary and i knew that like like it was playing in my head until you said, Hey, wake up, you know? <laughs> but when you woke me up, I was like, I need to do more. T- so let me take off my fucking jacket. Let me sit forward and, cross you know, legs. yeah, cross my legs, sit up and say, leaning back on the couch. Um, so, because this is match of the year. Like, I have to do this. This isn't some random Monday where I already finished making dinner and it was a hard day at work and I'm sitting there sleeping through a Corbin match, right? Like this is I gotta pay attention. So um did did I did I get put to sleep? I did. Um I do also see that there was um a lot of story match, a lot of significance, um, but as somebody that wasn't really invested, I was just kind of looking to see what actually happened in the match what happened between the bells and what was going on between the bells again i'm going to channel arnold here it was just a slow start same type of match that you see from new japan then it kind of ramped up there at the end uh so it's was like oh okay i didn't see anything different from most traditional new japan holy shit matches that i've seen before uh does it deserve to be on the list uh Yes, if that was the best that we saw out of Wrestle Kingdom or G1 Climax. But if there was something better than this that didn't make the list, then I say, fuck it. We should have replaced it with one of those other matches. But y'all are the more familiar the with New Japan than it, I am. The
0: fact that it hit the list was a lot of stuff that you harp on from time to time. Okay. Significance.
1: Yeah, okay. Yes. This is the
0: match that Naito, I mean, uh, Sonata was 0-3 in the tournament before this match happened. And this match was the beginning of his streak. And if it weren't for this match, he wouldn't have made it to the finals of the tournament. He won his block. So, yeah. and put up a hell of a fight against Ibushi in the finals that night. Um, so there's that. And then again, the whole turmoil through the year with uh, LIJ, and then knowing that he still has him on his side, you know, the, that respect, it, 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 it played a big part in it. Um there's a bunch of hard hitting matches. We talked about Ibushi and, and um, Tai Chi, and you, t- you mentioned um, uh, Ishii against, against um, Suzuki. against Suzuki. Mm-hmm. Um, Ishii and Takagi also happened. Uh, there was a bunch of matches on New Japan, but I think encompassing everything, I think this might have been the one that deserved to be on it.
3: It was the most meaningful part yeah. of the time. Do You think so? Yes. yes.
2: Okay. And it was in front okay. of
0: a, a pretty capacitated Crowd, like it was almost a
3: hundred. It was like what ninety percent full.
0: Still and in 80, front
2: of people, yeah, yeah, in front of
0: people.
3: I think overall, the made it jump into the list was the ending. Yeah, overall, the, the, the whole slow pace, yeah, the, the ending, and even at that, when he addressed the crowd, mm-hmm. because they dimmed the lights, the crowd actually showed him respect by taking out their phones and doing Dude. the starlight. Yeah, of okay. okay, everything is focused on you, and the spotlight was just him in the middle of the ring addressing everybody. And you just see pitch black with little glimmers of yeah. light all around. Mm-hmm. So it's like it—it it became meaningful. Mm-hmm. So story-wise, that—if you want to look into a match that has a really good story, that was it. Okay. Yeah, for me, for and year.
0: that's New Japan in general. Yeah, you know, most of the times you can't—you're not going to have started at 100 miles an hour, rpm and then end at 100 1000 mm-hmm. r- rpms it's it's that build you want the it's like a symphony you want to start slow and then you build up the crescendo and then with the final note you can go off with that big bang and that's what a lot of new japan is but it's the story that keeps watching almost the same match over and over again. And
1: that also kind of makes me feel like I wish that maybe we should have watched the video package leading up to the match if
0: there was one. There was not for this match. Yeah, because because it was two one client it's all about the tournament. Exactly. Throughout the
3: tournament basically the each match is a story told within the match. Yeah. And that's what it is. And you have to it's like you have Wrestle Kingdom stories because you have the matches throughout the years that play yeah. out in a long term story. That's that same concept applies to the G1 Climax because mm-hmm. all the stories to throughout the previous years, yeah, kind of led up to this.
0: Yeah, It's it, basically the it basically the G1 tournament is all the Marvel movies, and then the finals is the Avengers. Yeah, that's what you're building up to.
3: Yeah, and, and that's how
0: that's how I see it. It makes it easier for me to like yeah. be invested in everything because that's where the lead up goes. So, if there's a match that sums up 2020, it's Walter versus Dragunov. Because I it, oh, there's mo- there's movies oh. there's movies oh. say um Dark Knight Rises Shit. when Bane beats the ever loving fuck out of Batman, where it's ho- it like you cringe like it's hard to watch. Oh yeah, watching your hero get the fuck beat out of him. Um, to a lesser extent, Superman returns when they're on the, on the, in the mountains and they're beating the fuck out of Superman and kick him in the water. There's, there's things there's movies, there's scenes that make you feel like legit uncomfortable. Um, I saw promising young woman a couple of weeks ago. Um, who was she? <laughs>
2: it,
0: it doesn't matter because in the movie they show the dude suffocate her to death with a pillow. And it was not edited. It was like the the, the the minute played out and it was uncomfortable to watch. The whooping that Walter gave this poor boy was <laughs> uncomfortable as fuck to watch. <laughs> oh, my God. Can somebody help me out on why I need to watch this match again or why I should introduce someone to watch this match again? Well, um, if you want to
1: see a beheading video – that's really, really slow and doesn't quite end in a beheading, this is the match that you want them to see. <laughs> uh, if you are a fan of 90 style, Bret Hart style, focus on a, a, on a body part, this is the match that you want them to see because they were just focused on that boy's neck. That was it. And out of all the years of matches that I've watched it with wrestling where they're going to focus on an arm a leg the ribs or something oh the back or the head or head blows i don't think i've ever i could be wrong i don't think i've ever seen a match where the target was the neck front back lower upper move your chin up so i could slap you on your throat i don't think i've ever seen that um, so that might be something that might be a reason to show it to somebody now. I wouldn't say show that to somebody that's not a wrestling fan. I would say show it to somebody that is a wrestling fan. Like, oh, you want to see some shit. What's you, wrestling like now? You haven't watched yeah. it in
0: 20 years. What is it like now?
1: Maybe and not you, even that. Like, no, they need to be a little bit more tempered than that. Because you show that to somebody like that, they're like, Oh fuck. You know, like <laughs> you're, oh, every time you talk about it, you're like, Oh yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> Bah, bah. <laughs> like like this it's it it's interesting there was something that was kept being said by the 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 referee or the announcers about
3: to take my thunder on that one
1: Oh, uh, you know what fuck it you look like the you're about same, to pop say it
3: the same throughout the whole match say it we're going to reinvent violence yes that was said countless times throughout the match mm-hmm I don't know what the hell was wrong with both of them. I never knew <laughs> that Russia had a beef with Germany.
2: <laughs>
3: They're going. At, that's like as soon as you kind of like, okay, let's put this back in the 90s. You remember back in the day when boxing was like really good. As soon as they rang the bell, they just go in the center of the ring and just start pop, hitting pop, each pop, other. Pop. Yep. We got to see that in wrestling in 2020. <laughs> no crowd. Yeah. You heard the chops. You hear the the I'm guessing the people even behind the cameras just go like, oh
2: mm-hmm.
3: they the, became uncomfortable for them. The wailing from poor Ilya every time he got
0: the <laughs> shit beat out of him.
1: Guttural, guttural things that he was just saying like, like oh my god. You don't have to understand his language to know mm-hmm. how much in pain he was. He right? was you could see it. He was saying, "Oh fuck!" in his language, probably every thirty
3: seconds. All I kept hearing was "shaza," so I know that means shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we'll Google Translate that shit. after the show. Yeah, no, man. Like this is one of those matches that you want to show people. Like, whenever they tell you wrestling is fake, <laughs> watch this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is it fake?
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> or like, no, it's makeup. Ah, uh, watch that shit welt up on his. Chest but the other- on his neck, on his back. I never thought I would see a chop to the back of the head. Ugh.
0: I've told Scott more than once when I when I was thinking about actually wrestling that the character that I would want to do was no wasted movement. And the first thing I told him is I would start chopping people in the front or in the stomach, and then when they bent down, I would chop them in the back. And Walter chopping this dude everywhere he had skin. He chopped- <laughs> He <laughs> either upped it or kicked it. This fool was beaten everywhere, everywhere, yeah. and that's the other part that I liked because I could never buy Ray Mysterio against Big Show. I could never buy Pete Dunn against uh, against Walter. And and building up to this match, there's no way, Ilya. There's no chance. But Ilya proved why he can, ha- he, why he's in this. He, yeah, he had a better performance with Walter than Pete Dunne or Tyler Bate ever did. Yes. And
1: I, okay, we talked a lot about the targeting of, of Dragonov's neck and the violence and the damn near beheading without a sharp object, right? But I think the other thing that made this so exceptional is that this wasn't a squash match. It was an absolute ass beating, but it wasn't a squash match. Dragonoff had a fucking chance multiple times. He had, a, he he had several had, plans. He had several yes. rallies. Yeah. And you know what? He started targeting Walter's neck. Yeah. Like his plan... His plan was well. Oh, I'm going to suplex not, this not 300 even that pounder.
3: Suplexes were there
1: exactly. Like his plan was, I'm going to suplex this 300 pounder, drop him on his neck. While I, well, if you're going to chop mine, I'm going to chop yours. So besides suplexes, I'm going to start chopping and giving you a taste of your own medicine as well. And, and it was working. It yeah. was working. It was working. I thought there was there was a chance he could win. Now he wound up getting his ass, but. <laughs> It was like an ass whooping where at least like he got an ass whooping with dignity. Right. Like it, it
0: wasn't like, it wasn't like Trump losing the election. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't
1: like the Houston Texans season this year. Right. It was, Cowboys. Yeah.
3: Like uh, Texas team overall. Right.
1: Yeah. It was like, like, okay. It was lost? like the rough Nicks. We yeah. went out of the blaze.
2: <laughs> Fucking bruise. I
3: mean, in the Roughnecks
1: were 5-0, man. They're still undefeated. Well, it's so not even like that. Championship merch. Dwayne, Just... please. <laughs> uh. I don't know, man. Like, yeah. Man. If there is, if there was ever the definition of look good in a loss while still looking fucking terrible, he, it's this.
3: dragging one over. For yeah,
0: all funny. the laughing and giggling and rejoicing that we did during three, the Stadium Stampede match, we were mm-hmm. gut-wrenched. Mm-hmm. every 30 seconds, ooh, oh, ah! me, me- all of us at different points, we yeah. were all reacting because it's, and, and it's weird because um I thought, full disclosure, I thought Omega Pac was going to win my, my match of the year just because it was in front of the audience. But more matches like this in front of nobody, it might change my opinion on 2021. Pump your brakes on that. This wasn't in front of nobody
1: there. It, it wasn't 20,000 people. That's my difference. There I was want, people yeah. there. But the thing that made it for me, even though it was 20, 20, 30 fucking Just people, however it was stage and, yeah. hands,
0: they were reacting Probably people that so, don't even watch wrestling. Yeah. They're recording in a BT sports studio. So yeah. they have a lot of stuff in there. But even so, them, nobody's to wrestling. It wasn't fifteen thousand people like going, oh, but it was, enough, from, it was enough done from It was enough over
1: enough people to go, oh, to me, forget that there's nobody there and realize I'm saying, Ugh, with you, with you and those fucking stage hands and camera guys and whoever, we were witnessing something crazy. It didn't matter that it wasn't 45,000 of us or 90,000 in the fucking Superdome or whatever. Like, I was validated by you two and those other jabronis. Like, I knew what I was seeing was was valid because of how I was feeling and how they were feeling.
3: Deep down inside, I felt like that Simpsons meme of, make it stop. He's, He's already dead. He's already dead. But he wouldn't die. Yeah. Oh. Hector.
0: What's up? The- What's in sixth place for you? Take my list. Here we go. Here we go. Sixth place. I have my scorecard right here. Sixth place, which gets one point. Cole McAfee. Really? Yes. Wow. Cole McAfee gets one point. Abel, what's your number six? (laughs) Is your list still fluid? Like you're still moving stuff around? No,
1: no, no, no. It's not. Okay. Um, but, oh, but, hold on. Do you want to give reasons as to why you place them where you
3: place yes, them? Yes, we need to know why this is number six. Overall, for me, um, the sense of the, yes, it was spark for what happened the rest of the year. But overall, I felt that the rest of the matches had more importance over this. Mm-hmm. They had something, uh, you know, uh, on the line other than just pride, which is overall like yeah at the end of the day if McAfee loses, he's still gonna go away. there's no story buildup following after that at that moment. So for me it was like yeah no gotcha.
1: So able my number six is also McAfee versus Cole Wow. <laughs> And I'm going to say something that is going to make you go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Of course, Abel will say that. For me, it is significance, historical significance. What did this mean in 2020? Not a hill of beans. Because it looked like, oh, shit. We have a brand-new superstar that just, boom, hit the ground running. Oh, my God, he's just going to take over, and he can he can talk on the mic. He's athletic in the ring. He, he tangled with Adam Cole, and he came out on the other side of it. Yeah, he didn't win, but holy fuck. And what the fuck happened to Pat McAfee after?
0: Slow burn that built to War Games, except he wasn't on every other week or he wasn't having any other matches.
1: And even after War Games, nothing. Like, he's not a prominent fixture like how people thought afterwards. Holy shit, this kid's got it, and we're going to make the make him a star, and he's going to go to the moon. And no, he barely went to the elevator up to maybe the halfway up the Sears Tower. Um, He's great. He could go to the moon. I want to see him go to the moon, but he didn't. And as I said when we were reviewing the match, I could see the things that he did weren't necessarily innovative it would it wowed me because the bar was so low for him because he wasn't a wrestler but he didn't do anything that made me go like i've never seen that shit before holy fuck so if you take away the fact that we know as marks that he's not a wrestler and you just sat him in front of me and i didn't know that he was like i stopped watching wrestling for two or three years or something like that like oh this guy versus this guy oh okay cool like all right. It was an all right match.
0: It was a good story, but eh, that's, that's about it. Please. Coming from a vagabond? Yes. It's Willis Tower now. It's not- oh, <laughs> not Sears Tower. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yes. Excuse me. My number six. Because <laughs> we just mentioned ah, yeah. that McAfee went from TakeOver 30 into War Games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There was a rivalry that went even shorter than that. And I'm okay. going to fight Pit. Um, my pit. biggest there's two hangups I have on the fight pit, and that's again six places, nothing to scoff at for all year. Yeah. Right, the fact that they're in this group. There's, None there's of no, these matches are bad. Yeah, there's no slight to any of these matches. We're like we're we're picking flaws on diamonds here. There's yeah. A diamonds and then C, D, and then there's F diamonds. There's these diamonds are still diamonds. Girls are still fucking for them. I think they call them VS and VI and shit like that. Or whatever. Like, yeah. um, I
1: don't
3: really know. <laughs> <laughs> but basically. <laughs>
0: There's The two things that I that I have against this is that this shouldn't have been a commercial. I wanted to see the whole thing through. Okay, um, that's fair. And the feud only lasted, the whole thing lasted like two months. Pete Dunn needed a tag team. Pete Dunn couldn't make it. He was half of the tag champs. So he brought over Timothy Thatcher. That lasted for like four weeks. Then they had the match. Then they wanted to keep going. So this was over in like two months. And after that, Riddle was in the main roster. And Thatcher was back on the main roster. So it didn't leave a lasting impression. It tried to. We were supposed to get a fight pit last week. But uh, Thatcher got hurt in training or whatever. So they they, they put the kibosh on that. Um, so my number six with one point is the fight pit. Riddle and Thatcher. All right. Cool. Abel? Yes. What's your number five? <laughs>
1: oh, my number five. Sonata versus Naito. Um... For the match that I fell asleep during. <laughs> um, I, I, I said this when we were reviewing the match. I understand that there is story and there's significance and the tournament. All that. All the fucking fixins and dressings and all that shit are there. That's a lot of nice shit to put on a baked potato. But the baked potato itself was well, it's just a regular old-fashioned baked potato that's it um the match started slow um there was a few little counters here and there it did start to ramp up after i got woken up but i had to be woken up um because i i literally was was falling asleep i get it at the end the respect thing the story thing the the all that I get it. The points undefeated going into the match was Naito, and he's going up against Sonata. Sonata's i now beat him twice. But they're in Los Ingobernables. But when you look at between the bells, there was nothing to write home about. There was nothing innovative. There was no oh fuck, that's a new move I've never seen. There wasn't a oh shit, they were really killing each other. There was no oh my god, I I, I think that uh you know this guy is gonna not be able to walk the next morning. It was just a regular good. Not bad, regular, good, New Japan style match.
0: Answer. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's your number five? Stadium Stampede.
2: What? <laughs>
3: oh oh man, you're gonna have to elaborate on that, bro. Let me pick it back up for your comments on the fight pit.
2: Ooh. Same
3: scenario, story wise. We got a build up, but that story was built up throughout 2019. Mm-hmm. Okay, 2020 came in, and it was for something else. Yes. Overall, what happened after? We had the story with within the elite that kept us going for the rest of the year, right? The story with the inner circle was way different. Yeah, because they were more of. I don't even actually I don't even know what that what the hell they did after it the reinforced them as a family and everybody else on the other team split yeah yeah, yeah. and overall like what what happened after that you know you want to build up okay you did a big feud in a stadium with these two groups do something do something else with them mm-hmm. and there was nothing okay they beat them oh. congratulations no rematch no revenge no nothing could you could have
0: brought back the war the war games for them as a blood rematch. Blood and guts. The blood and guts, yeah. That could have never, never, happened. Happened. You never did it. Yeah. Well, they technically couldn't. That's that's yeah. a good point. Yeah.
2: Okay.
0: So, um mm. uh, you're number five, Chris. Night on Sonata.
1: <laughs> oh um,
0: really? Holy shit. Okay. Um It isn't a slight towards them. I think there was... I think I just felt like there was more um, visceral reaction for me in other matches than this one. This one was... This was a pretty solid... Almost a good masterpiece. But like of a regular style art painting um there's other matches on here that are like abstract paintings and some that are even statues that you have to look at from different views to get different yeah so that's why this is low, as low as low as it is on my list yeah. there's some crazier shit <laughs> that got my attention there so I, i'll put it to you like this if i have a friend over hey let's watch some wrestling Tell, show me a match that i should see that's not going to be the first one on my list that i showed them Man. so um so yeah for me, Naito Sonata gets two points. Abel. No, you. What's Chris. Your number? number four. What's what? your number four? Oh, you're gonna put me on a spot, huh? Yeah. My number bitch. four.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm not the, I'm not so much of the lasting effect at, at times. I just like to be in the moment. And in the moment, I was very, very impressed with McAfee's work. Mm-hmm. Cole McAfee. That's my that's that's my number four. That gets three points from me. Why is it not higher? Why is it not lower? Why is it kind of middle of the pack? Um, most of it is the surprise factor. Okay, but other than that, what from Adam Cole did we see that we have never seen before? Good point. You know, um, but just as this match itself, it's great, but it's not the greatest. Okay, you know, mm-hmm. so that's my number four. Hector, what's your number
3: four? Ninth Sonata. Oh wow, that gets okay. three points, and I go a little bit higher than y'all because
0: because you're of, half
3: Japanese. We get it. No, <laughs> because overall, like going back to our comments, when it comes to G one, you have to. There's a story every year that le- that gets continued every following year in the tournament. And overall, this became, they've had matches before. And in one match, one of their first encounters, Naito did his Naito thing, and it didn't work out. You know, Sonata did his Sonata thing. It didn't work out. This match, they kind of cut back on who they became. And this match became a psychological match. Because we ne- we didn't get to see a lot of the till taunting, mm-hmm. right? We didn't right. get to see a lot of the Sonata. Oh, know, the little play- package, yeah. the little Paradise Lock. They I didn't, didn't show that. it. Mm-hmm. He never. He didn't do it.
1: He well, didn't, even, sin- attempt it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he didn't sense-
3: even attempt it. Yeah, he didn't attempt The sense of disrespect that would bring to his leader, and another thing is he knows that's not going to work for him.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So he had to amplify his his uh, signature move, and you saw it when as soon as he picked him up. Spun him around and spun him around. Yeah, that caught your attention. That did catch my
1: attention. That was a cool move. So
3: that's why that's why it got a little bit higher, mm-hmm. you know, for me.
0: What's your number three? What's your number four? My number four. Thatcher versus Riddle. Who? Um, I think we.
1: I I saw that said this when we were first talking about this match being on the list or not. Um, I I just I have mixed feelings about it you know if the the blood and the teeth stuff were planned then maybe that took away from the pacing just for for a wild factor (laughs) if it wasn't planned then it's a fuck up uh that shouldn't happen you don't want to see people losing their teeth in the ring you're supposed to be taking care of each other in the ring um also it's not as high because of historical significance or lack thereof um we did get another fight pit match and it looks like thatcher is claiming that this is his type of match which is okay that's cool i guess but like after thatcher and riddle did this riddle kind of went up to the main roster thatcher didn't do nothing until fucking champa came back around uh so significantly is this like a milestone of 2020 no was the match really exceptionally good it was good. None of these matches are bad. Between the bells, it was good. There was times where I went, ooh, ah, wow. You know, but the was the teeth and the blood stuff intended, not intended, and it's a double-edged sword. So
0: it's at four. Got you. Mm-hmm. What's your number three?
2: Fight pit.
3: Fight pit. Thatcher versus
1: rattle. Three.
0: Riddle.
3: Rattle. <laughs> rattle, bottom, bottom. Okay, so the negative on your side of being whether it was intentional or not. Yeah. I oversaw that because I wanted to see how they handled it after that.
2: Yeah.
3: Of uh, okay, if it wasn't if it was intentional, well, you made me believe mm-hmm. that it happened. Yeah. If it wasn't intentional, you improved your way into this. You worked yourself do. into a shoot, brother. Yeah. <laughs> and the shoot worked. That's a good point. You know. Overall, it did. Yes, it was a one, one and done, feud. But overall, it did give a um, a wrestler kind of like a gimmick. You're talking about Thatcher, yeah? Okay. Because even yes, uh, Thatcher hasn't done it since. But I also got him to adapt that old character from a uh, Gulag which was a uh, catch style. Catch point. Catch point. Good point. Good point. So it kind of emphasizes like, okay, I'm going to get this story off of, you know, basically um, Riddle brought him up, left him in his place. Riddle's going to go main roster. You're going to be the Riddle aspect here. Now
2: mm-hmm.
3: you got a catch point. Okay. You want to fight? You want to end up in a fight pit? Go through my training, which it ended up, Mm-hmm. kind of being intertwined with that whole story with Champa, which led up to what was supposed to be happening of the fight between them. So at the end, you know, you have you have that sense of story established now. Of if you want to go against uh, against Thatcher, go through catch point, meet him up at, at the, the final fight level, mm-hmm. which is the fight hmm
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: That's so, a very good point. It was good character development. The yeah. match was a good character development mm-hmm. for Thatcher. Number three, my number three, Walter versus Dragonov. Whoa,
0: that's that my gets, number three. That gets four points from you. Wow. Um. Wow. <laughs>
1: now that's on the top Damn. half, right? Don't backpedal. Tell him that's on my yep. top half. But there was a word that you kept using. You were saying you were uncomfortable watching that match. I, too, grew a little uncomfortable, especially after watching it the second time. The first time when I watched it, I didn't know what to expect. I also didn't really pick Why did you up let me
0: put your sweater on? Because you- I'm
1: uncomfortable. <laughs> um, the first time I watched it, it was like, wow, that was a really <laughs> hard-hitting match. But after the second time, I'm like, Wow, that was a really hard-hitting match where damn, this was, like I said, a beheading without a sharp object. A beheading with a, a, a dull object. And do I want that to be my wrestling? Do I like CZW? Do I want to see the blood and guts without the weapons? Because that's basically what this was. There wasn't no blood. There wasn't no guts. But goddamn. It almost killed the guy. Yeah, I don't know if I want to see this again. Um was it a spectacle to behold was it holy shit that was amazing holy shit that was i gotta give my respect to to Dragonoff. yes but i don't want to see mcfoley thrown off of a uh a, a hell in a cell again right like it happened holy shit i respect the fuck out of mcfoley he's a hardcore legend cool i don't want to see edge go through a burning table again Right. Holy fuck. That was amazing. But oh, man, I no, you're done. I don't want to see Dragunov almost have his neck broke or whatever again. Like, like, mm, I'm done now. Also, you go into the historical significance side. Oh, my God. Dragunov is amazing. Where the fuck has he been since then? I'm sure he's Mr. Hot Shit in NXT UK, but nobody has talked about, oh, my God, you need to follow up with NXT UK so you can watch Dragunov. You know, well,
0: technically, he cut a promo about three weeks later, saying whatever it takes to get to the top. If I have to start from the bottom, I will, which he is. Oh, great! So, so a generic,
1: a generic, hey, I'm going to try again. Fucking, promo. would you prefer no. a generic? Oh, I want a rematch because I was this close. I don't know, but like it just seemed like it's cookie cutter fucking booking, and it's nothing where I had to fucking watch it.
3: Are you? I
1: had to watch this match. I didn't have to watch anything else. Wouldn't so that be it's like
3: a, uh, the generic of. You'll get the Christian version of one more try. Chi- one more try. Chi- yeah. I in mean,
2: the UK. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, either way, it's the damned if you do damned if you don't situation, yeah. but I felt like it was never capitalized on. Now I'm like, Oh, so erect for Dragonoff. But where he at though, you know, like
0: <laughs> you gotta look like, down. You're probably taller
1: than him. <laughs> especially after that match. <laughs> so that's my number three. Who's next? Who, who's next? My number three. You're number
0: three. Are you still thinking about it? Omega and pack. Oh!
1: Defend oh, 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 yourself! Oh, 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 oh. Defend
2: yourself!
1: Hold on. How do we decide ties if our if we wind
0: up coming up with a tie? We might not, because I might do something that I've never done before. Okay, fuck it. All right, so your number three is Omega Pack. Yeah, my number three is Omega Pack. Okay. This is another example of as good as this match was, there are matches that might have been just a bit better, which is odd because, like I mentioned, I thought this was going to be my runaway pick because it was in front of an audience, because there was a reaction, because there were bumpers for the pinballs in the ring to bounce off of to tell you if it's good, to tell you if it's not, which it was. Just here, it just. It just it almost dep- it almost put me in a mood of depression because I don't have that right now in pro wrestling. I can't go to a show. Mm-hmm. I can't hear it. I can't watch it. I can't experience it like I want to. You know, to the point that I would probably risk my health to go watch the Rumble in Florida if it wasn't if they were actually selling tickets because that's how bad I want. I'd... Um, as <sighs> what if you, if we're gonna go that route? What have we, what have we seen from Omega and Pac since? This was the end of the, this was the rubber match. So this was the end, the culmination. So we couldn't have anything after that. Um, But this definitely was the best out of the three. I just think that the other two matches that I haven't picked yet, that I haven't mentioned yet, got more of a reaction from me. Um, We've watched enough AEW, I've watched enough AEW, I've seen enough AEW in person to know that this match is the standard. Okay. This is what we get from AEW almost all the time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm expecting a 10. I got a 10. There's other matches that I got 11s. So this is where I'm at. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. My number three is Pac Omega. Abel! (laughs) Yahoo! What's your number two? My number two
1: is Pac versus Omega. So um yeah, this match was a 10. Um for a fucking free TV show. It's a 10. This is something that could have been at Wrestle Kingdom. It's something that could have been at Double or Nothing or All In. It's something that could have been like the best match ever from Ring of Honor, right? Um th- the match between the bells, holy fuck. This was so good. Um, it had me ooing and ah-in and reacting, and the the counters and the near falls and the 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 quick pace and um, you know everything. It, this match had everything between the bells. Um, leading up to it, there was a great story going in, into it. You know, uh, the, these guys were a feud uh, where it was a uh, you know basically grudge match. Two out of three. This is the third. Um, good blow off historical significance. Anything coming out of it? There wasn't a whole lot coming out of it, but it's okay because this was the end and Pac and Omega looked better both for it now because of COVID. Omega's or excuse me, Pac's stock dropped. If no fault to Pac, no fault to Pac. If it wasn't if 2020 wasn't 2020, after this match, Pac would have been to the moon, right? <laughs> but because he got stuck in the UK, he even got a title match against Moxley after that, before we got into COVID. Yeah. So that's yeah. So I think had 2020 not been 2020, this would have been a historically significant match for Pac. Uh Omega, he stuck around. Was it historically significant for him? Eh, it may just be another notch in his belt of badass fucking matches. But again, this was on free TV. When, Commercial when, free if you were on BR. When Dynamite was trying to establish themselves of, oh, hey, we're hot shit. So, yeah, this was probably significant in the in early turning the tide of the ratings war to get eyeballs and loyalists to AEW right from the jump so it may not have been much for his career but it may have been enough for the the longevity of the ratings war of AEW so there's there's significance there's good story there's good hard-hitting action it's my number two Hector what's your
2: number
3: two Dragon of Walton.
0: Go for it, bro. Number two. The reason
3: why I say this, let me put this into context. All right. When the pandemic happened, we were still getting Raw. We were still getting SmackDown. Mm -hmm. We were still getting NXT. UK was nowhere to be seen for a while. Yeah, Yeah. that's right.
0: Yeah, They were doing uh, best of
3: until they brought it back. When they, you have so much energy and anger that it's not taken out, right? That was basically NXT's, you, the UK version of their purge of getting every anger, every little bit of anger out. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we have to reestablish who we are. The best way to do it, you have two mofos that are going to go all out. And they did. And okay, so after that match, are you fearful more of Walter? Yeah. What he able to do. Good point. Did it not make you believe that Dragunov could withstand whatever the hell gets thrown at him and still step up? It made you like for me, even like you, you. When you made your argument earlier, is what happened then? Okay. Three weeks later, he made that promo. Oh, he's going to start.
0: Timeout, sidebar, breakout star of 2020 is Dragunov. Because we started TakeOver Blackpool, and that was Dragunov and Cesaro. Yes. And Cesaro Mm. put him over after he beat him. And then he caps off the year with this
3: match. Fuck. I forgot all about that. Okay, that's right. Yeah. all about that. So after this match, three weeks later, I'm going to start all over. For me, is like, I know what you're gonna go through, and you're okay with going through it again. Yeah.
0: Remember, this is the guy that that Walter wanted in Imperium, and he and he told him no, and that's how we ended up with this match.
3: Yeah. So again, character build is there. Mm -hmm. There was an an evolution of that because he's like, okay, we know you were tough shit. You proved to us that you were tough shit. That you are. Now, you don't think Walter is going to be looking behind his back of this motherfucker is climbing up again. Yeah. What else can I throw to him to knock him back down? If if you just saw how much of a punishment he just took. That's why that's my number two. Good point. Good points.
1: Again, none of these matches are bad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So my fluidity was at the top. I... I was thinking about doing five and a half for the last two matches that I haven't picked, but in doing so, I just figured out one barely edges the other, and I mean barely.
1: Okay. So what's your number My two? My second
0: place is Walter versus Dragonoff. All right. My second place is Wally versus Dragonoff. Okay. Um, credit where credit's due. They did exactly what they said they were gonna do. They fucking reinvented violence. Yeah, and if you, you tell me, oh, they've done it before, I don't want that tainted. I don't want to taint this by watching stuff from the past. It's it already happened. It's done. This is new to me. This is the this is the hill that I'm going to camp on. <laughs> <Yeah>. So I'm <laughs> not sure. Yeah, yeah. So, um, the only nit to pick is the. <sighs> this is a weird way to phrase it, but this is the only way that I, I can say it the emotional availability
2: hmm what do you mean
0: elaborate this is the second time i've seen this match i don't know if i would ever want to see it again okay because it's it's too much it is too much it's too much okay Uh, I want to just keep it as it is, you know. Sometimes when you're when you have that one night with somebody, and then you try to re- replicate that or, or duplicate it, it, it it's not the same. I just want to cherish this for what it is, you know. This and, and and at the end of the day, it goes back to I can show people this, but I don't want people that are new to wrestling or that want to come back to wrestling to watch this and not want to watch wrestling because it's that brutal. Yeah, if I can skip ahead, I would want to watch people enjoy wrestling. Mm-hmm. And as much as I can sticker 2020 as this is how depressing 2020 is. Look at Walter versus Dragunov. I would rather be optimistic and say this is the blessing 2020 gave us. And my number one is Springs is a stamp stadium stampede because <laughs> I. <laughs> The last okay. the last month has been a pretty okay. shitty month for me, personally. And just watching this match brought me back up. Mm-hmm. And that's 2020 in general. COVID fucked you over. Hey, if you're a fan of wrestling, if you're a fan of football, let this brighten your moment for an, at least 30 minutes so you can forget about the, everything around you. Just look at what's in front of you. And it's, it's – oh, it's, we couldn't stop laughing. Yep.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: Tell me, tell me someone in that match that did not shine. Tell me someone in that match that did not have their moment. Tell me somebody in that match that you don't want to watch wrestle again.
3: There's no, (laughs) no.
0: I don't want to slip my wrist. I want to stuff my face with cupcakes. This is spring stampede, stadium stampede. That's my number one. Well, and I just, I just changed that on the fly.
1: If you. If you did the math or if you're even paying attention, you would know that the only match that I have left on my list is also Stadium Stampede. Stadium Stampede is my number one. Now, you said that you did that because you're, you're a little bit gender fluid on it and you were trying to figure out if you wanted to be, and you did it off the cuff. No, the minute that I realized that this was the match that got the biggest reaction from us sitting on the couch and from me sitting on the couch... I knew this was our match of the year. Um, yeah, it wasn't the most. Oh, ooh, wow! It was the most. <laughs> it was still the loudest reaction between the three of us. Yeah, you know that got the biggest reaction. And you know, if Kevin Nash wants to say funny, don't equal money. Well, fuck Kevin Nash. You know, it is still a reaction. And yes, you stole my argument. My argument of. 2020 was a shit fucking year. Wouldn't the craziest, weirdest, most bizarre fucking thing be the thing that represents 2020? You know, and it lifted our spirits. This is what we needed this year. This was in the middle of what May, right? That was at the end of May. It was at the end of May.
0: Lockdown. Our branch, my branch, was already closed to the public. This is what we needed. I was in in, uh, in isolation. I had my girlfriend over at the time once every other week other than that i went to work i went home i knew shit yeah and i was alone in the dark yeah. with my feelings and my voices yeah i needed light
1: this is <laughs> yeah. light this this is the match that 2020 needed yeah and it was so fucking bonkers just like 2020 But, like, 2020 was just so fucking weird. Of course Stadium Stampede would be the one that fucking represents it. Look how (laughs) crazy it was. Now, that's where I'm pulling my – out, and I know that this is a weak argument. This is where I'm pulling my historical significance out of my ass on this one. Yeah, sure. You had a good point, Hector, when you had it at number five, that after the match, what happened to the inner circle? What happened to the elite? Where did Matt Hardy go? You are 100% right. I will – I will – concede that point to you yes you're right um but i am ignoring that because it had a good build up Mm -hmm. and it built everybody in that match santana and ortiz who were probably second or third fiddles in the inner circle they fucking shined who gave them the shine legendary matt motherfucking hardy Yeah? yeah hager had a really great fucking time a really good shine put on him but he you're here to drink or you're here to fight that was a great line and then the fight there with him and hangman who was first ever to compete for the heavyweight championship in aew got a good rub because what did he do he grabbed him and john waned him across the fucking bar that was great that was fun um yeah everybody that was lower in that match was elevated the fucking referees had spots that put over the referees the referees are getting shine on this match dude it was it was almost a love letter to wrestling and to zaniness and to just craziness um so i i I get i get the funny but it wasn't just funny how did the match end the match ended with sammy guevara getting a uh one-winged angel off of the balcony into some tables that's your oh shit holy fuck wow that's a move I, I i can't believe they fucking pulled off that's your moment right there of actual wrestling as well in there too so for me for my money that shit had everything, and it's exactly what we needed in 2020. That's our bright spot. If you're a wrestling fan, that is your bright spot for 2020. And it also goes in line with the theme of, if you want to go more historical significance of, the rise of the cinematic match. I think this cinematic match was better than any of the other cinematic matches that we saw throughout the year. Cena, Cena Wyatt, Boneyard, Money in the Bank, whatever. This was the most Best creative match. Wow. Hector, what is your number Hector, one?
3: Hector,
0: you have the task of defending Omega Pac as your number one. Here we
3: go. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my two cents.
2: Yes,
0: yes, please.
1: Because <laughs> that was my number one all the way up until we watched Stadium Stampede. And I was like,
0: fuck. Spoiler alert. That's our match of the year. Mathematically, it. it
3: can't really defend it. Oh, wow. Why is it so our match? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, let me take you little. You tell you story. Let me take little tidbits of what you y'all said about this match. You said, Chris, you you mentioned when you were explaining why it was your number three, I think, I believe. Mm-hmm. The fact that that match became the standard bearer of AEW match product. Yeah. It sustained it for me. And you can even go back to the history of this channel. Didn't I once said that out of the golden lovers, Kenny Omega became Marty Genetti to me at the very beginning? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. He proved me wrong in this match. He ungenetted. He ungeneted. <laughs> he became he showed me that glimpse of hey. He was trying to do something new, but we know that he he's he has that same character from Japan in. Him. Mm-hmm. Whenever he needs to pull it out, he'll pull it out, and he made that shit come out in this match. You had Pac, prior to this, he was if I remember right, he was supposed to have a match, the year before. Against Hangman, and it didn't happen because of his uh. Dragon Gate obligation, which he was the champ. He ended up building up this match with Omega two matches prior. And it got us to the point of, at that time, we want to see what the hell is going to happen. Because other than this this Iron Man match, we haven't had an Iron Man match, if I recall, in TV since uh, SmackDown back in the 2000s.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point. Very good point.
3: And it was even people back then were like, you don't put that on TV.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: And even at that, if I remember right, on that SmackDown episode, they ended the show with that.
0: Which one was it? Uh, Angle Brock? I think so. Because I think, I think we had HBK, Angle in a 30-minute Iron Man match that opened up Raw. But I'm not sure if that, I think that was after. I think that was. Uh, wasn't well, because that like Brock a, was already gone by then. Wasn't that like a backlash pay-per-view? No. No? because it was it was the debut they they went from TNN they went back to USA. Oh. And it was a season premiere and they started off with or it was the or it was the debut on TNN and they started with a 30 minute Iron Man match.
3: So don't you get can you see the significance of yeah. It? It's been years. And you know what? We're going to gamble on this aspect of let's open up the show.
2: Yeah. With <laughs> yeah. <this. laughs>
3: okay, you want
0: That's something? like opening up Impact with an Ultimate X match. Yeah, for free. Yeah. And yeah. they always deliver.
3: Yeah. So this match delivered of saying, you know what? We're not here to play games. We're here to show you who we are. And this match emphasized the athleticism, the storytelling in this whole match that was shown. Mm-hmm. The uh,
0: audience. The, this, is, this is the revival of the ECW fan base.
3: Yes. And the psychological aspect of it, of your point. All right. I need a break. Let me go disqualify myself. Get my break. Mm -hmm. I'll beat your ass up. Get another break. Get another break.
2: Yep. You Mm -hmm. know,
3: back to back. Because as soon as he he did the DQ, put him on the floor, hit him with the chairs, took his break, match started, black arrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One, two, three. Okay, I'm tied up. Another break. That gives me a chance to get air, to give back my stamina, like in the Mm -hmm. video game, the rest of the games. Yeah. Freaking bar was like this short. You built it up back up. Yeah. Why? Because the other one is still hurt, nursing injuries. Yeah. Story wise, it was there. Everything was picked, It was perfect placement because it emphasized of. Well, have you ever seen a suplex or was it kind of like a Michinoku driver kind of thing? Right, the, um, the, the apron.
2: Yeah, it was the driver. Like that. Yeah, yeah,
3: was. they don't do that on live TV. Falcon arrow. Yeah, they don't yeah. do that on live TV. The mm-hmm. closest taboo thing that I've seen shown on live TV was, at the time, the Kevin Owens powerbomb to the apron. Yeah, because people are afraid that other people might recreate it. Mm-hmm. You know, for like the and stuff. Yeah, for, the, for them to take that risk to do this. on um, You know, and then even at that, for this to open up their show at the first quarter of the year to stay mm-hmm. to make make. Oh, it's WrestleMania out. season. Let's let's remind you who we are. Yeah. Yeah. You want you want fun and stuff? Go watch them. You want story and actual entertainment and the sports aspect? You want action? Yeah, action. We're here.
0: They were selling out more tickets than than uh, Raw at that time, and smaller venues. And smaller venues, yeah. So, and that and towards the end of twenty twenty, they were actually beating Raw in the demographic. So
2: yeah.
1: So um, you said you already did the math, right? In sixth place. Okay, hold on. Because I want to get the uh, – because I was going to say get a chance to do the math while I do this. But whatever, since you already did it. Daniel, what's up? Robert, what's up? Thank you
0: so much. I thought Robert was already here.
1: Was he? I don't know. Yeah. But this is what they say because they want to turn in here on, on Match of the Year too. Uh, Robert says, I must be uh, turning into Jim Cornette because I just wasn't into it. I think he's uh, saying that in regards to the City and Stampede match. Um <laughs> Cornette de- and then Daniel says, Cornette, doesn't, uh, Cornette just doesn't BS. Uh, he sees things from a different lens than people give him crap trying to say that he doesn't want to evolve when most of the stuff is just simply dumb. Again, I think they're giving hate to the stadium stampede match. Um, I'm going to be different and go with uh, uh, <laughs> the cement no-selling Matt Hardy skull. <laughs> yeah.
0: Robert says that his number one is dragging off Walter. Yeah, on the Facebook, Aaron, his match of the year, Stadium Stampede, um, and yeah, Robert already posted on Facebook is Walter versus Dragunov. Okay, in sixth place with five votes. Pipe, I'm sorry, five points. Adam Cole, Babe, Bay versus hey. Pat McAfee from Takeover. Mm-hmm. Fifth place with seven points. Sonata versus Naito from G1. Uh, third place with eight points. The Fight Pit. Mm-hmm. There was a tie for second place. Oh Stadium Stampede and Walter Dragonoff each got 14 wow. points. The winner, with only one person having it as their number one, Pop versus Omega with 15 points. It was both of our number twos, right? Uh, it was your number two. It was my number three. Wow. Stadium Stampede was two people's match of the year pick. But But you gave it a fifth place. (laughs) So if we were to have gone backwards, Stadium Stampede would have won because we both had it first and he didn't. But because we went the point route, Omega pop. Wow,
1: edged you know, it out. I'm still okay with Omega pop. That's my number two. How do you feel about that? Being I, your number I, like, three, like
0: I mentioned it. Well, like I mentioned it, Omega pop was my number one for most of this year, just because I wanted the entire picture. And as much as I loved Walter Dragonoff and St- and Spring Stampede, it wasn't the entire picture. Mm-hmm. It was missing that one color. It was missing that one palette. It was missing that one. Je ne sais quoi Well, I know what it is. It's the fucking people and <laughs> Omega Pac So I'm I'm not I'm not hating it at all. That what you you said it a few minutes ago. Omega Pac was going to be your number one. Mm-hmm. It was my number one for most of this year up to this point. So it, it
3: and that's happenstance. This has just made it work. And right now, I uh, think about it, when I'm defending. I'm not even talking about the crowd. I'm just yeah. About you're the right.
1: You're right the crowd is really only a factor for this guy yeah. (laughs) because I still think that there's enough of a crowd there in the dragon off match with just the 20 fucking stage hands that were there oohing and on, you know? So, uh, Daniel also says, um, can I see that in a spelling bee? Ungenetti. Uh, can you use that in a sentence, please? (laughs) Uh, Robert says Omega versus Pac is good. It's probably so Kenny's best AEW match. I agree with that as well. Kenny hasn't had a, a chance to have that, uh, okada omega moment in aew which we've all been waiting for the reason why he was so hot three years ago the reason why we thought oh shit aew is gonna be awesome oh wow they're make- the elites making their own uh you know promotion wow we get to see kenny omega here in the states doing this and that and we hadn't had that moment
0: until him Park.
3: yeah because right after that he got bulked up with hangman as mm-hmm. a tag team yeah Wow!
0: So I just added Omega Pac thirty minute Iron Man match from AEW Dynamite on our list. Oh, we've, fuck you, we've Daniel! Done, we've done da- this for eight years. This is our eighth match that's yes. on our list. Wow!
1: Daniel says Jay White is better, uh, greater than Kenny Omega. Oh, fuck you,
0: Daniel! <laughs> Speaking of Jay White, oh well, how many Jay White matches do we have on here? Oh, you know what we can do?
3: <laughs> Transition to
0: not yet. <laughs> If our <laughs> listeners want to have some fun with us, we can schedule somewhere in the summer uh-huh. an eight-match tournament to figure out which is the best match on our match of the year list because we have eight matches now. Over eight years? Yeah. You, now, now hold on.
2: You I said that refer- you started
0: at 2013. 13, 14, 15,
2: But 16, we had a match of the
0: year 17. for 2012. But it wasn't a full year. I know. But we had one. Nah, doesn't count. Okay. No. Y'all didn't do this. What we're doing, yeah, all didn't do that when, yeah. when you started. So, no, so it was the Shield versus
1: Ryback, Kane, and Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. That's that was our 2012 match of the year.
0: They started recording, they started their podcast in October. In October. So, <laughs> for three months, that, uh, man, that was better matches <laughs> yeah. before that. Yeah. Okay,
1: yeah. okay. Oh. Robert Medlis says Leon Ruff is greater than Jay White. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Black Lives Matter. <laughs> oh, all right, Lord. so can we like officially collectively fuck 2020 and leave it behind us
3: in our circle style <laughs> <laughs> Puta madre. 2021
0: 2021 We're 11 days in and already we got some matches we got to talk about you oh know? shit well, did s- you watch Finn kylo 2 no i did not did you watch Finn mm-hmm. kylo 2 no, holy crap okay I heard it was really, really good. It was really good. I would say as good as the first. But with the. Huh?
3: Any difference? I guess they know broken jaws or bones.
0: Actually, Kylo might have got fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) He might have got his receipt. They were playing that. Um, But that's not the only match that happened. Did you watch New Year's Day, the New Year's episode of Raw with. Drew McIntyre versus Keith Lee for the WWE title. Yes, I did. What'd you think? I thought that was a goddamn good match.
1: A uh, very good showcase for for Keith Lee, even though Keith Lee didn't win. I thought he was gonna win at some point, um, but I know that would kind of fuck up whatever booking they're thinking about doing. Uh, but I do also just scratch my head like, well, when are they actually gonna give it to Keith Lee? Is Keith Lee always gonna be the bridesmaid and never the bride? Is he gonna be the Ziggler? You know six seven years from now you know where it's like all the potential of the world you'll get it eventually you'll get it eventually and then he eventually never comes you know um
0: but to just enjoy it in the moment god damn that was a good match
3: did you get to watch that match no
0: okay
3: the okay. reason why again you started me. Okay. um
0: that's fine they can build Because I was expecting them to do something shocking on the first Raw of 2021 so they could start getting ratings. Instead, they brought a whole bunch of fossils. I didn't realize Jurassic Park was on again. Uh, I was just waiting for Chris Pratt to come out. Um, That's all you want, right? But but (laughs) if they do it right, they could win me back. Hypothetical. Keith Lee wins the Royal Rumble. Doesn't have to headline WrestleMania, but he's going to get a title shot at WrestleMania against Drew. He's fought Drew for the title twice. Remember, he fought Drew for the title after he beat Orton on Payback in the first pay-per-view debut. You have that WrestleMania 17 interview with Drew and Keith, and Keith's like, you know, I need this. I need this more than you could ever imagine. And he winds up being the leader of, of Retribution. And he takes the title from Drew. That will win me back. What? That will win me back. If Retribution. Keith, if, he, if, if Keith loses a heavyweight title match for the third time in a row, who the fuckity fuck's going to care about that fuck? Who? Who?
3: Honestly, I'm glad you brought up Retribution.
0: Send me a check!
3: Yeah. Because the thing out of all that night, that caught my attention was raw talk. Oh, Mustafa
0: Tuck. was dropping bombs like Iraq, Mus- bro. Really? Mustafa, oh, Mustafa was com- like Vince is unhappy with him now for yeah. saying
3: that. Mustafa oh. Mustafa's already to the point that he even said it. Yeah, we can't trust you on the mic anymore. They Wait, told who him did he that say that to? Mustafa called out the legends of you didn't put us on the show. People like myself, people like, like Drew Gulak, Ricochet, or like, like,
0: that have that have had weekly storylines building. That didn't happen tonight because we had to see Hulk Hogan say, "What you gonna do, brother?" For the millionth time, these guys can't walk, well, and I, we're giving yeah. up three hours and to these old timers that can't walk. In front and of, someone tell me why Alicia
3: Fox is a legend? Like, oh, nah. honestly, he he said that in front of our truth and archers. Like, you got to respect them. Like, I get they paved the way. But it's time let, for us me, to walk. let me let allow me to walk on it now. Wow! But like people don't come to see you; they come to see what what we're gonna do about the project, about the this whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's true. Yeah, that's what caught my attention out of the whole raw talk, the yeah. whole raw stuff.
1: I already checked out with a wild Goldberg appearance.
3: SS Porsche again. It's for me. I, I'm sour. The only problem with that. They are on time. We
0: are the loud minority. Mm-hmm. When a Goldberg video on YouTube gets 8 million views in 24 hours, yeah. and you're struggling for ratings, and you want people to subscribe to the network. Guess what we're gonna get? Him as a champion again. Yeah. yeah. On the bright side. Am I the only one that's excited for scrap iron Adam Pierce, five-time former NWA heavyweight champion to get a WWE Universal title
3: match at the Royal Rumble against Roman? I'm stoked, bro. Honestly, if it brings <laughs> back, if 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 it brings back his wrestling style, the style that I saw him against Daniel Bryan. Yep. 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 I want to see that match. <laughs>
0: and it'll even put Roman over more that he can handle that kind of physicality. Yep. Oh.
3: Oh, oh, you think I'm just to be a, able? Oh, oh. You think I'm just a student tie? Oh, let me show you something. Let me show you who the fuck I am. Yeah. Five times.
0: Yeah.
1: You really think that's what WWE is going to do? Hell no. Hell no. That, that is. That is it's, 2020, news. it's 2021 and we got that, vaccines. There's that, hope. That's fucking Newsmax, fake news right there. That's what that shit is. No, he is going to be a suit and tie. He's just uh, fucking Pat Patterson, Gerald Briscoe's stooge. That's all he's going to do. Can he go? Yeah, Pat Patterson was first United champion. Yeah, he could go. But not when he was a stooge. He had a part to play. Right now, the part to play for Scrap Daddy is (laughs) he's going to be a suit. He's not going to be Scrap Daddy. He's just a WWE official, Adam Pearce. Kane and did it. all
0: the same little shit in a suit.
1: Mm-hmm. He's, oh, he's gonna play the part, and it's Corbin be... did
0: everything the same way with the vest.
1: Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! Um, Porsche says uh, Rio versus Raquel was a good match from 2021. Did you watch that? Yes, Rhea versus Raquel. I did. Yes. Oh my
0: god, that was hard hitting, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, poked my eye out with the direction. Hey, Papa! Like. And that was one of the better Death by Snooze
3: dude by like both of those. <laughs> it's one of those
0: both of them. it's one of those better um last woman standing matches because I don't remember the referee every time someone hit the ground going. The ref stood back for the most part and let them beat the shit out of each other. And when they yeah. were ready. Cause that's your biggest that's your biggest pitfall from a last yeah. man standing is it every is. 30 seconds. Yeah. And they count slow, like it's yeah. preschools, like motherfucking go. No. Yeah.
1: You know? I hate the near falls in, in last man standing or last Woman standing matches. But this one wasn't that Not bad. That egregious. It wasn't that it That
0: bad? Yeah. But it was still, yeah. But th- they they did a good job. Uh you should take a second to uh go off on the uh, Nakamura sprint. You mentioned this. Uh, I might need to go back and watch yeah. this, especially if this ends up being what I would think WWE would have enough common sense if they want to do a dream match and give us Nakamura Shinsuke against
3: Daniel Bryan. Oh man, you saw glimpses <laughs> of what I want. There was what him. Bryan wanted mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Remember, I'm sure he still game? does. Yeah, uh, uh,
0: yeah. I'm sure if he wants to call it a day and spend and raise the kids, this is a way to go out. Me out.
3: Yeah. Honestly, Kinshasa. <laughs> honestly, I saw glimpses of freaking Nakamura from New Japan. Oh, a fuck you. Fuck like, you. Little shines here and there. I, I have was to watch a little it. Bit. I have to watch it. Hey, yeah. You do need to watch it. It was it's pretty wrong. good. It was, it's like, it was really okay, good. Okay, here you go. If you if you think I, I overstepped on that comment, think about Sammy Nakamura from TakeOver. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> yeah. They they had glimpses. It wasn't the if whole you, goddamn match. They had glimpses, you, but it was good. Because this is a
0: gauntlet match, right? Yes. Yeah, it was a gauntlet so match. So if you break
3: that, that whole match into three sections, you got glimpses of section one, section two, and section three between three different superstars.
0: You need to watch it. Is that your match of the week? No. <laughs> what is it? It's a match that... Uh, what is it? My match of the week? Yeah, match of the weeks.
1: Match of the whatever we just yeah. got done watching?
2: Yeah.
1: Ibushi versus Jay White. What the fuck? Oh, shit.
0: You mean your favorite, Jay White? Defend so, yourself.
1: I have been wow. known to do this from time to time. I am a mature adult that can admit when they're wrong and can change their mind when presented with new evidence. Oh, my God. I oh, am my God. Mom, Officially Shut up. I am officially a fan of Jay motherfucking White. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. I love that guy. He is badass. I love his fucking shenanigans. Oh my God. His swagger. The way he's, like, trying to be this hero being a dick at the same time. Like... His heel work is amazing. Holy shit. I hate him. And because of that, I love him. Oh, man. And the way he was patting Abushi on the ass, like, get up, Abushi, while he was trying to mock the clap. Oh, fuck. That was entertaining as hell. Yes, I officially like Jay White. I've just turned around 100% on him, just like how I did with the uh, with the uh, um, with the one that's with Charlotte now, uh, Andrade. Yeah, remember I was a T-shirt on Andrade? Then, and bam, I'm a fan. I am a fan of Jay White. Yes.
3: Sunday, January 10th,
0: 9.05. <laughs> Central time. Central time. My match of the week pick is Ibushi versus Jay White.
3: You know, just for the head of it, Add it to the uh, year list 2021 because I want him to defend that shit to the last (laughs) one, two, three.
1: (laughs) Kota Bushi,
3: welcome to the light (laughs) night number two of
1: Wrestle Kingdom after winning the title. goes on and faces a game. Jay White. Along with Gato outside, pulling off all kinds of shenanigans. And Jay White saying, no, I don't need you now, kind of mocking Gato and all that. Oh, God, that was great. I love the story. I love the match. I am officially, I have a newfound heart on for Jay White. My heart on for Kota Ibushi is still there. Yes, this goes on the match of the year list for 2021.
3: I think we can end the show with this. (laughs) gato ghetto, ghetto. don't touch him gato <laughs> don't touch him gato he's no, good. fine yeah <laughs>
1: porsche says your wife doesn't know you anymore Abel. <laughs> hey, hey daniel hey. says yes i made able go to the kiwi dark side i told you so
3: <laughs> and this, honestly between when we we're watching this match and well actually after we watched this match we had our break before we were setting up everything, and we had a conversation between myself and Chris, and we were like, "I think we ended in a really slow match, which was the JY yeah yeah, match. yeah yeah yeah. i was like, but honestly, I still felt like there was another match that that was okay contender more, but overall, yes. Seeing I'll tell you him- this:
1: I like that match better than our our New Japan match from the 2020 match uh, 2020 list. Oh Be- yeah, better than uh, Naito. Naito and-
3: Nigel Sonata. This match was way better than that. Yeah, yeah. And okay, so if you became <laughs> he's just still so shaking his head. He still doesn't believe it. He doesn't believe it. So here's the thing.
0: Where'd you get your vaccine from? <laughs> I, I
3: haven't seen yet. Should we stay away from that? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, let's take all all surprises
1: aside. Let me let me talk real talk. Um, I hadn't seen Jay White in because yeah. I've been avoiding seeing him. The Jay White that I saw two years ago that kind of felt like undeserving and whatever that just got shoved into the, the prominent role of being the leader of the bullet club. I like looking between then and now not seeing the, the, the maturation in between just seeing product a and then product B product B. He's a completely different guy than what product a was. He has a whole completely different look. It looks like he slimmed down, got some muscle his, his, facial hair like it looks like he should be a dick and he seems very comfortable in the ring more comfortable than what he did before whenever i saw him the first time around all that like i said all that heel work that he's doing he learned that he picked that up so he's definitely evolved so yeah jay white two years ago fuck that guy but this the last, jay white thing, now, the, last I'm on board. the
0: last the last you heard of jay white was us telling you that that he's got x Pac heat Fans are leaving the arena early when he main events and yeah. wins. They don't want to hear him talk. Yeah. And he's a part of the bullet club. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of dig it. Like he's a dick. And I like it. You know what? You know yeah. what the irony is in all this? What? Should we break the news to him? Yeah, I was about to ask you. Oh, yeah, he left New Japan, right? uh, New Year's Dash, the next day, was possibly be his last match in New
2: Japan. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You waited until the bitter
1: end. (laughs) But
0: that might be a work. Like,
1: I saw that. That might be a work. So
3: they're actually leaning more towards the reality. Because guess guess who's making the bigger move? Who? WWE for him. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Oh, well then, okay. Cool. Wherever he lands, I mean. Honestly, it's
3: kind of good that, hey. You hey over. john
0: blanco's in the royal rumble <laughs> there you go credit where credit's due what? though that wasn't the only match that we force-fed abel before yeah. we recorded because right. we were already in the new, in the new hand kick. first thought that popped in your mind after the end of osprey okada eh.
2: wow <laughs>
0: what the fuck happened i have nothing else to SWAT.
2: <laughs> 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 I, I
1: thought it was a good match i really like um osprey and b Priestley being a being a team, a, uh, being a <laughs> team. like that was cool um i don't know man I, okada did not do it for me i feel you okada's never really done it for me like i respected him and okada omega like i get it and okada tanahashi i get it but like Alone and like, am I a fan of his? I've never really been a fan of his.
0: I'm gonna just say this one nit, and I'm gonna leave the floor to you on the Okada Osprey stuff because you're probably gonna voice what I'm gonna say. I'm yeah. gonna just say this: Chris is smacking water bottles like they owe him money. <laughs> <laughs> the money clip does not work for him at all. Oh, really? It slows really? the pace okay. of the match down, especially okay. if you're if you're going if you're like running up like that. Is. <laughs> It's like, come on, let's cuddle. It's, yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. you're pinching it after it's already hard. Just leave it hard and do what you're supposed to do. Like it just it doesn't work. Pinching it doesn't it, it doesn't work. Hard. Right. That, for me, it doesn't work. It takes me out of it. Uh, and it's yeah. weird him doing it now because last I remember, last year when he was starting to be kind of assholy again, kind of a heel, that's when he was doing the money clip. So him being the baby face in peril because he's a feuding with Osprey who ditched him. He shouldn't be doing that hold anymore. But he's going to be a baby face. How many times did you see um, – did you ever see Bret Hart put Shawn Michaels in a sharpshooter six times
3: in a match? No.
0: Yeah. Money clip. If it ain't working, ditch it. So you can go – the floor is yours. Kill me all you want.
3: Okay. Here's the defense to that.
2: <laughs> I
3: get it that it slows the pace down and everything, but think about it psychologically for this match. Osprey is trying to build up, still trying to use – is uh, high flying every now and then, right? Yeah, I did you, like that evolution of Osprey. So you and he's only getting better. Yeah, and Osprey is trying to lean more towards the heavyweight side, mm-hmm. which is you got to slow your pace down and more power moves. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's the better way to slow a high flyer down if it's not with the rest? Longer? Yeah,
0: but if he's not doing the high flying all the time, then there has to be something else.
3: But at the same time, you are uh, Okada's. You already saw a glimpse of how Okada can move. How fast it can move, you want to see that different side of all right, if I need you to do the long, the long uh matches, you got that that lock to help you out. Mm-hmm. Which was that a lot of things that the they emphasized. Yeah. They emphasize that. I wasn't expecting it to
0: go as long as it did.
3: Yeah. And so yeah. Because at the very end throughout the story for him was everybody kept telling him, Go back to being the Rainmaker. Mm-hmm. How did he how did the match end? Torrential downpour. Yep, there you go. You got the evolution of. You started with the that's rainmaker. multiple rainmakers.
0: In case you didn't know, yeah, okay,
3: yeah, torrential downpours, shit ton of rainmakers. So I watched the match. So you, <laughs> you sure? Because you just went. Eh. <laughs> so you started off with the rainmaker, went into the lock, and came back as a flood of the rainmaker. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So that's the evolution of the story to that point. And you got to think about it. Wrestle Kingdom is the ending. Yeah, the whole story yeah. because New Year's Dash happens, and like we found out, Jay White, last day, mm-hmm. he ended up losing. And who got the win over him finally? Ishii. Yeah, Ishii finally took him out. Nice, yeah. it was a tag match, but still,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I'll go one step further. Um, it was, a, it was a cute experiment because it was on a Saturday and a Sunday. Um, this last Wrestle Kingdom did not need to be two days, and I don't think they, they shouldn't go back to. Me. They should keep it back to one day. Yeah. Especially if they're going to – I'm guessing the IC title's done because Kota wants to merge
3: both the belts. I hate that. Honestly, I hate that. So what is that?
0: And then your other mid-card belt, the dude can't even show up to Japan to defend it. Exactly. He can't wrestle here in the States in the dojo under contract because it's another company. Who? Moxley. Moxley. Oh, Moxley can wrestle for New Japan as long as he doesn't wrestle for them in the United States. He can't travel to Japan right now, and then Renee's pregnant, mm-hmm. and so they they tape the New Japan U.S. Uh, strong Show weekly that they air on Friday night. Yeah, yeah. They tape it from the dojo in Los in California, and since technically California is still a part of this fucked up country, mm. Moxley and can't defend the IWGP U.S. title here on their television program and so they're,
3: they're doing. they're doing they did another show right or they're announcing another show which is like strong
0: they're they're announcing another show that's supposed to end up on an american station yeah and a, and, oh, it's, no. and it's not um access because they've already had it they wouldn't have
3: been that big fanfare yeah. so
0: it has to be something with a big mainstream. reach.
3: very no mainstream. but they're they uh new japan is announcing a, a show i don't know what what's called like strong stronghold or something like that it's kind of like an American version of the pay-per-view because I just saw, I recently saw Kenta post a trip that, post a picture of him at the airport. Mm-hmm. I noticed that too. You know, <coughs> I think he's coming back because ever since that announcement of Moxley calling out the winner of Kenta versus, uh, I forgot the guy.
0: Uh, Satoshi Kojima.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Jesus>
3: <laughs> him. This guy. Oh, shit. <laughs> But honestly, okay, so here's the uh, point, because I know I'm going to get probably Arno mad. Finger poke. <laughs> he ain't watching.
2: Oh, I
1: love that. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so I heard about this. There was an actual finger poke a dude? Yes. yes.
2: Okay.
0: There was a final four in the Kings of Pro Wrestling for 2021. They reset it. So the, the last person that had it was um, Toriano. But the way the tradition is, because it's a new prop that they're introduced. It's not a belt. It's like a trophy. Um, so they had a brand-new tournament, and at the, end of the, at, at the end of the second night of Wrestle Kingdom on the pre-show – or it was the first match. The first night It was a final game. four. The final four to to reclaim the champ for 21. And out of those four people, one of them was Chase Owens, and the other one was Ballet. my boy, Battle of Fale, who were both in the Bullet Club. right? And so the match starts. They
3: clear house. And it's just those two, Yano Yano and Ibushi, were like they got out of the ring. They're like, "Y'all fight, y'all fight." Yeah. And they're like, "What the hell? What?" And then
0: next thing you and know, so Fale fakes. pokes Owens. Fale pokes Owens, and he tries to go for the cover, and they both break it up. Which was a cool little play because they played that later in the match mm-hmm. because Fale was like, "Hey, if you win, we win." Because right. And yeah. so, and, and, and but then later like, on, but if I win. We win, yeah, and so, so then, and eventually they were fighting on who would be the one to have the yeah, belt, and that's it's all. But the fact that they went there, oh, I fucking loved it. The finger poke and the fact that people, didn't work. This yeah. one, this worked, worked because it was uh, part comedy, especially yeah. with Yano yeah. in it. You can write that off as comedy. Mm-hmm. And the fact that people are pissed about it makes me love it even more. <laughs> 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 that's like when
1: you put it on the group chat. And now, <laughs> and now who's like, pissed about it? Is it oh, Japanese yeah. or is it like a everybody? lot of people?
3: Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. <sighs> there was one match that you didn't get to see. that it was I, Shingo? I, yes, Shingo
0: versus Jeff Cobb from night two. I really wanted to see that. We can make time next time. Yeah. 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 It, I mean, uh, it, if, is if, it... it's, it's second level. It's yeah. like we have our match of the year candidates. Well, both, two of them that we try to decide. And yeah. then on the next level, there's two other matches. One of them is... Cobb versus uh, Shingo Takagi. Another one that I would suggest to you to watch, mm-hmm. or we could force you to watch it whenever we have time, um, is El Phantasmo against Takahashi.
3: Phantasmo
0: yes. did some shit I had never seen before. I okay. He won me over. He yeah. won me over. Like, I will look for him his and, shit now.
3: Him and his rated R uh, cosplay? Yeah. The Edge? He feels <laughs> like Edge. All really? The edge. yeah. <laughs> It was a homage to a Canadian hero. Yeah, yeah. It was it was fun. It was yeah. a good match. Yeah,
0: cool. Um, is there
3: anything else? Any love for uh, Phoenix Omega?
0: Oh, oh yeah.
3: <laughs> Duh, that was really good too. And again,
0: that I, that's I expect that. Yeah, it's fucking good. I, yeah,
1: it was really good, but I just don't know if there's anything coming out of it that is significant you know like um it was like not kenny's first defense but okay here's another defense and it's just gonna be a good match and it is a good match but the shenanigans at the end is what's really important with the um yeah the good brothers coming out good brothers showing up at aew right with the young bucks
0: throwing it up too
1: i said this um I don't want to say the last time we recorded, but it may not have been. But it, basically, it was wow! All this shit happened with Impact and AEW, and it really got eyeballs on Impact for one week, and then nothing. Hopefully, now with the Good Brothers showing up on AEW, maybe that could you yeah. know churn those uh, wheels again. Yeah. Um. Because I mean, it, it's got me interested. Like, oh shit! What Especially them wearing
0: the. Didn't they wear
3: the belts? Didn't they have, have the yeah, tight belts had on them? Again. The there's angle, a picture of all members themselves.
1: and maybe the the lull in the 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 weeks between the shit going on with kenny and this week maybe and i feel bad for saying this maybe it's because their champ is rich swan
0: yeah Could that, that be it? so i'm i'm i want to make the effort to watch hard to kill because for that six-man tag but the last person i want to see in that thing is is rich swan yeah. it just doesn't do it for me like i don't If I were to put aside my personal feelings for what he did outside of the ring, just as a talent, I do not see him as a heavyweight champion.
2: Yeah.
3: Me either. Honestly, um, if it wasn't for – if you're going to go AEW side, yes. Kenny's going to get eyeballs on this match. But if I want to focus on TNA or Impact, Impact. I'll focus more. Um, The ones that are bringing me in is Motor City Machine Guns
2: yeah
0: on a broader picture that's fucked up that i'm saying this <laughs> i i see that the champion on that week on that tuesday show for me is moose moose yeah. is doing a better job as a as an asshole champion than rich swan is as a whatever babyface that is that he's trying yeah. to do mm-hmm. uh it's definitely moose actually moose and motor city against omega and the, and the good brothers with Omega and with Moose and Gallows eye to eye, bro. You can really do so you can really do some shit with that. Moose running around with the fucking old TNA title. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. He's making it work. Yeah. There actually there was supposed to be like a ladder match at the WrestleMania weekend. Uh that impact was doing that TNA was doing a homecoming show mm-hmm. and the, the, the winner was gonna be anointed the, the TNA champion and the Moose was supposed to win that. But since COVID killed that. They just went backstage and did the story that they just presented. That he took the belt and is running with it. But yeah. this is what we were supposed to get anyway,
2: yeah. and
0: it's working. Moose is a whole lot better now than he was even last year when I saw him at Hard to Kill in, in, in Dallas. So it's, mm-hmm. it's it's paying off. Um, since you went off, since you went ahead and mentioned the Impact stuff in Omega Phoenix, um, I was pleasantly surprised with Myron Reed and Leo Rush. Kings of Coliseum for MLW. That was a really good match. I gonna, liked it.
3: I may, I
0: may have a chance. Um, yeah, that was a good match. Actually, everything on there was a good match. They had the um, Von Erichs retain the belts tag match, and uh, Hammerstone and the Black Hand. It went to no contest because they keep beating each other up, <laughs> so they it, keep that going. Eventually, we're getting Hammerstone and, and Fatu, which I want yeah. bad. I will pay to see that, but we're not there yet. It's working, I guess. I'm still watching it, regardless
3: of how shitty it looks. <laughs> well, that was another thing. Well, going for a little tidbit, going back to 2020, um, the casualty casualty out of everything that happened in the wrestling world was actually the network, the Ray Network. L Ray,
1: right. yeah, yeah. L Ray Network. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah, womp womp. yeah, good run. run. The it did. only
3: glimpse we're getting off of them, or the ashes from them is mean. What is coming to MLW? Showing up to MLW, yeah. yeah. So that'll be possibly coming. more.
2: Sure.
3: Yeah.
0: All right. Is is that a show? Is that it? Yeah. When's the next time we're recording? Uh, possibly, probably the Thursday before Royal Rumble weekend. What's the date of that? Twenty fourth. Let me pull up the calendar right now. Uh, actually, uh, it would be the twenty. 20- if the Rumbles on the thirtieth, then we record on the twenty eighth. Okay. If the Rumble's on the 23rd, then we record on the 21st, which would be next Thursday.
1: Okay. Well, uh, if depending on how that calendar works out, on January 23rd uh, on uh, Katie Boxing Club, which is Saturday, the next installment of DZW will be uh, right down here, Katie Boxing Club on uh, West Little York. So make sure you come check it out. I will be doing the ring announcing again, as far as I know. <laughs> I haven't been replaced yet, as far as I know. Uh, so yeah, make sure you uh come check out your boy doing some ring announcing. Uh, yeah, the twenty third—that for sure is the twenty third. Yeah. yeah,
0: and then after the rumble, we'll probably get together the Tuesday before uh, the Thursday before Valentine's Day. Oh, hey, NXT Takeover, hopefully oh, okay. Valentine's Day Massacre. They're bringing back these oh, old titles. Yeah, yeah uh, they are. Uh, yeah, they do say Valentine's yeah. Day Massacre, hosted by um, it's Heartbroken. Uh Heart. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But St. Valentine's Day Massacre. We'll we'll come back after after Rumble to talk that. Um yeah, it'll have to be Thursday because I'm I'm probably gonna be out of town now. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. <laughs> well then, adios my friends. Keep it classy, thank you so much. Fuck 2020.
2: Yes. It's hot. and wait